Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, Pony Express Bellicom, Sam, Pizza Express Burns, (laughs) and... Ellie, express non-delivery, because deliveries are very difficult right now. Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> difficult. Mm. Deliveries. Difficult, but but nevertheless essential. Yeah. It's 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 a hard time. It's, it's day eight of me and it's Jason being in self-isolation. Day eight of self-isolation. Um, yep. We haven't worn shoes or used our house keys in eight days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I know are weird things to fixate on, but, but that's genuinely what I'm thinking about most. Yeah, today. <laughs> that's that's what that's what does it for us. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that's the that's the that was the the the, the mm. going the sticking point. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I know that there are people who are actually housebound, and I have such appreciation for how cool those people are. You really are, <laughs> like genuinely. Like, oh, because we are. It's we are hard, <laughs> and you're really really cool. <laughs> We have in this time uh, developed something of a fascination in window watching as well, because we mm-hmm. literally can't leave our balcony. Um, yep. That's the only outside space we have. We're, on, we're, we're up on the third floor as well. It's a very small balcony. And there are at least two people who like to come down our street and conduct their conversations at length across the length of the street Yeah, so we've by been very, shouting. We've been very confused by this. Anyone who's close to us will know of this debacle because we talk about it all the time because mm. we don't cut side right now. Yes. <laughs> but um, basically, there's this man who comes past and shouts Fiona at regular intervals. We've lived here oh, for Fiona two years. Guy. Fiona yes. guy, yeah, you know. Uh, we've yeah. lived here for two years and he comes past every day and shouts Fiona like. I feel at like least the once. Fiona shouting really only started about three months ago. No, fair enough. Fair they used to shout. They they used they used to be like a whole group of them, and they would shout yeah. generally. But and the Fiona thing has been a regular recurring thing. So when the coronavirus started, he stopped coming for a while, and we were kind of concerned. Mm. Also, slightly pleased because there wasn't this random guy shouting Fiona at all hours, which was nice. Um, then he came back and started shouting for Nigel and Layla, and we were like, "Where's Fiona?" Is she okay? Does she have the coronavirus? We were worried about Fiona for a bit. Uh, then he started shouting for Fiona again. Then he started begging for Fiona. Now, this today, we think we actually saw Fiona for the first time. Because they proceeded to have a, a seven-minute-long argument in the street outside while we were having lunch. But the thing is, with this Fiona guy, he walks up and down the street shouting Fiona, and occasionally this woman comes, and they walk up and down the street like opposite ways, having an argument and crossing yeah. over the street at all directions and never actually leaving. And we've been very confused by this for the whole time. And today, we realised they were waiting for their drug dealer and trying not to look like they were hanging around. Yes. Because we saw them do a drug deal through the car window. Yep, we were like, po- ah, uh, we're stupid. <laughs> yep, the point. <laughs> that would make a lot of sense. I mean, there was a quick uh, exchange through a car window. We assume it was drugs. It could have been that they were trading rare beanie ba- babies. <laughs> or toilet roll. <laughs> yeah, or toilet roll. <laughs> Goodness like... knows at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very exciting um, and it was today's soap opera while we were eating lunch we peered over our balcony like little old women um, it yes. was great 
Speaking <laughs> of today, it's time to ask questions about tomorrow uh, by demanding future us what messages from the present. It's future Jason with messages from the present. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at the D&D Grandma and the family that games together during the break this episode. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you once again by you. A massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. Don't forget, there is a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs, link in the description. We have been featured in issue 31 of Dragon Plus. We were interviewed as part of Cool Britannia, a piece about streaming D&D in the UK, as well as in streaming highlights. And you can find out more by heading to dnd.dragonmag.com and checking out the latest issue of Dragon Plus. As with our last few episodes, we'd also like to mention the recently launched online group heist game Agent Venture, where you and your socially distant friends can infiltrate a corrupt corporation's HQ with nothing more than a laptop and an internet connection. Ellie and I both worked on development for this, and we'll both be GMs for the game, so you can check out the link in the description. And that is, once again, it for announcements this time. Back to you, Pastor Jason. Future Us is about five weeks ahead at this point, so they may still, like, I don't know. I don't know what state the Fiona saga is going to be like at this point. By the oh way, my god, is Future Us updated on the Fiona yeah. saga? I want that update. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, mate, no. I'm waiting Future, with bated breath for that update. <laughs> Future Jason, update on Fiona saga. Quick update from Future Jason. No significant updates on the Fiona saga. All is well. All is Fiona. Fiona. <laughs> no promises. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows what will what will have uh, come of that, or if we will finally know this man's name. We have, I think his name might be Immy, but might we're not be Imi, sure. But we're not sure. Mm. We don't go outside. Yes, <laughs> we can't don't go outside for another seven days. And on that cheerful mm. note, I think it's time to double down on our isolation by plunging into the fantastic world of flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party have arrived in the Thirteen Colonies, a stretch of eastern Sunda uh, controlled by the Orsirian Empire. They're colonies, in fact, though not, not peaceful, contented colonies. With, uh, the party have already witnessed signs of dissent, of growing movements against uh, imposing taxes and tariffs 
They've also met members of uh, members of the Achin, the uh, uh, those who lived in uh, Sunder prior to the arrival of the Jovan colonists, as well. And of course, they made their way to Herbertsville to begin seeking out Michael John Boot, the husband of Leah Leodon. Finding him actually in uh, Herbertsville, and to their great surprise, no longer enslaved, they accompanied Michael along with uh, his surprisingly capable uh, and handy coachman, Oswald. Bushy moustache, bowler hat, doesn't talk a lot. Strangely hmm. communicative. Uh, they began the day-and-a-half-long journey back towards the Von Speerthrust uh, plantation, well, farm, uh, a cotton plantation in the area which uh, recently released uh, all of its slaves on account of uh, Michael inheriting the entire thing from the previous owner, one Percival Vandersar who apparently hated his entire family so much that he deliberately left them out of the will. Regardless, it seems that along the way, the party ran into an ambush laid by none other than heavily wanted outlaw uh, Mildred Millhill, a halfling, it would seem, wizard, and bandit, along with her cadre of no less than 60 cavaliers, uh, now reduced by 14 after an explosive uh, interaction, which resulted in some, honestly, some... uh, some cart, uh, some cart, spectacular cart effects that uh, would not be out of place in some sort of fast, furious chase. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, by not too fast or too furious. No, though. no. <laughs> got to watch out for the uh, got got to watch out for the draconic drift to that. Ah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> the. <laughs> The <laughs> vision of you like scrying on the future and seeing see, seeing these movies with just like ripped dragonborn Vin Diesel esque character. Spin the eyes. Show me, show me the fast <laughs> and the furious. The film. <laughs> I want to watch it all. Use all my scries for like weeks. Yeah, yeah, I'll get through one, but just, it's only ten minutes through, at a time. Yeah. <laughs> show me the next ten minutes of the Fast and the Furious film. <laughs> I mean, you want don't do all the other ones. Show me too fast, too furious. You, you wanted to nine. know what, what Olga was doing with the eye for hundreds of years, and now you oh, have your <laughs> Yeah, we've solved the mystery. <laughs> uh, spectacular cart chases notwithstanding, however, uh, Millhill escaped, no relation, uh, by the skin of her teeth, having encountered, uh, yes indeed, having planned, 
having made good plans upon realizing that they were mages, but bad plans, uh, uh, or plans that were invalidated upon the realization that someone is around who can just break the laws of magic. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, she has survived for now. The party venture uh, are now, uh, having conducted some makeshift mending style repairs to the cart and miraculously saving both horses uh, with the aid of a phantom horse uh, assisting pulling one rein while a healthy horse pulls another well healthier horse and a very injured horse limps along <laughs> it's barely saved through magic uh, the party make their way the rest of the way towards the von spear thrust plantation by the way, um, <clears throat> your bag, your backpacks currently have 13 severed heads in them, <laughs> which honestly, combined with the midnight blue uh, bondage gear and the sexy nun's outfit uh, that you still have, are painting a very weird picture to mm. anyone who goes through your things. Well, yeah, I shouldn't be going through my things then, should I? <laughs> Do you still have that demon helm? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the whole plate armor was too heavy to take, but you, you took the you took the helm. That's where the goat lord thing came from. Yeah. It's really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so with the gentle, if now slightly rickety rattle of uh, the wagon's wheels having been reattached. The wheels themselves, by the way, are completely intact. They weren't around during that whole race. The, the, the wagon was going via, via hover disc. Hmm. The only part of the wagon that is intact now. Yes, the rest of the wagon, it has been smashed, burned, riddled with bullet holes, and then repaired through magic. So weirdly, although a lot of these holes are now sealed, they look like they have scars. Like there are now like w like weird curved wood knots uh, uh, in the places <laughs> where the bullet holes were. The where it was burned, the wood is kind of repaired over with a strangely knobbly texture. <laughs> so, yeah, it it needs probably more than a good a new paint job. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to do a song of rest because I am a bard and that's an ability I have. That's a good idea. <laughs> do I never do it. Just that. The song of rest goes, ow, 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 <laughs> ow. <laughs> Causing will join you with an ow. Mm, very nice harmony. It's everybody joining. Ow. <laughs> ow, ow. Actually, I'm not doing too bad. Ow. Oh, good for you, you little shit. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Michael, Michael is. I'm. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm glad, but Oswald just gives you a flat look. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> he ruffles his moustache in an unappreciative manner and returns to handling the reins. Find a D8. So that's I seven really for everybody. Bad. Hey. Why do you feel bad? What did you do? You didn't do anything. Um, I sent a cart spinning in a big old fiery mess. Yes, but you didn't mean to. It was an accident. Yeah, but I still did it. Well, I probably would have done the same thing, so I can't be too angry with you. 
It was a split-second decision. Yeah. But I nearly killed Michael. Everyone else did really well. It's okay, we Sorry, have some Michael. phoenix down, so it would have been fine. Michael Hugh, um. <laughs> who now has several partially healed bullet wounds and one wound where just like a spar of wood went into the into just like bet, um, like just in between his ribs narrowly missing a lung oh. it has since been pulled out and magically provided some healing kind of just goes you know I'd probably have been dead without so thanks Michael you look like shit you need some more healing I mean if you've Got any more? I'll take it. I've got loads. Have some. Does anyone else need any more? No, I do. Fine. Ow. Everything fucking hurts. <laughs> Leah sort of raises her hand. It's fine. She's taken, like, Causen has already been using his healing kit. I've used five yeah. doses of the healer's kit. She's applying. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's, with distressingly expert skill, already bandaging and treating uh, her injuries and assisting Causen as well. We'll be all right. <coughs> Sorry, we'll be all right. Are you sure? I've... Well, I've lived through worse than this. Yes, but that doesn't mean you should. <laughs> Every time it happens. True, but really, with the... With the magic already in and the ointments... Right. Oswald, do you need anything? Oswald, who has just, like, had one... Like, he's got a sleeve rolled up and is just, like, bandaged up. The, his fo whole forearm is bandaged from where like three uh, where, where three musket balls impacted briefly fractured the bone before it being reset and magically healed and is, the flesh is still uh, it has, has kind of been stitched up underneath gives a bit of a shrug <laughs> sort of ruff ruffles his moustache in a way that you strangely interpret as meaning well if you if you have some to spare... I do, Oswald. How much do you want? Do you want a lot or a little bit? Does like a little right. gesture with his fingers. Um, that is uh, a nine for Oswald. Is it? The <coughs> rainbow spirit briefly brushes against his forearm. Here. <coughs> the There's no obvious change because the slightly bandaged uh, uh, well the heavily bandaged slightly bloody bandages do not change but he's he's holding the reins seems a little easier and he gives you a nod of thanks who looks worse Michael or Leah honestly the pair of them are about the same okay um but you know, but you do know that Michael has had much less exposure to healing magic, and thus does not have the same resistances that Leah does. You're more worried about Michael. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do some on Michael. So that's another nine. And also that's, some that's on actually Leah, enough. Because like I can't not. So that's another six on Leah. Yeah, the last bits of stick, like the wounds seal up, leaving. Actually, only the very faintest little white marks. The stitch. How about a Celestia and Scamp looking? Like, oh, I'm fine. Like, so bad. <laughs> like, really <Okay>. bad. <laughs> Coulson is going to put his um, uh, last level three uh, spell slot into a cure wounds. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, so this is like healing everybody else, but looking really awful herself and doing nothing about it. So. But we're having a short rest on that's true. Yes, yeah, so you're having a short rest on this, on this character. I rolled a one on one of those, but that's still twelve extra hit points. Amazing. I will also roll some hit dice. It's, I really, really need some. Eventually, after a last couple of hours of travel, you come towards lengthy fields filled with them. Um, well, essentially, rows and rows of bushes. Uh, they just trying to think about what. I said it is spring, but as I, I've mentioned, that there are multiple harvests in a year. Uh, when this happens. So, looking at, uh, out, you can see in neatly laid out rows, there are acres and acres of these sort of almost brownish looking um, bushes. Like, they've got, they have green leaves, but they look a little bit dried out mm -hmm. uh, in the sun. And they are just filled with it almost looks from a distance as they blend together like snow uh just uh, just absolutely covered in little white fluffy balls you can see uh there are a number there are multiple figures uh, throughout the fields who are working with baskets to uh, pick out uh, to hand pick out the uh, strands and fold them up. Uh, it looks to be a mixture uh, of it looks to be a mixture of uh, different uh, uh, d uh, different uh, uh, races and species. There, uh, you can see some humans. Uh, there is uh, some humans. Uh, there are a, a, a number of halflings as well. Uh, there are also trying to think about this. It'd be humans, there are halflings, there are a couple of half orcs. Not many. Uh, and you don't see any pure uh, you don't see any purebred orcs actually, either, uh, in the fields. Uh, you also see a number of hobgoblins and uh, goblins as well who work in the fields as well. Many of them uh, do bear Especially the, uh, especially a number of the humans, uh, marks on their skin, which look like, uh, some of which look relatively fresh, uh, as if a marking was burned off uh, with a hot iron. It's a, uh, it looks well. I mean, pausing. It looks not unlike Leah's arm did after she right. uh, burned off the Rothman marking. Figured as well, and they have the sort of you recognise with the kind of redness that's still there. Although this, although they've mostly gone down, this some of these look to have been done probably within certainly within the last couple of months. Is how it feels to you. Uh, to you. Nevertheless, the uh, you are able uh, you do kind of uh, people do not look up um, much. There's occasional glances up. One or two t uh, kind of tip their uh, soft cloth hats as they see the uh, as they see the carriage go by. 
and eventually it leads up along this narrow, uh, well, actually fairly wide, uh, dirt path towards a, well, it's pretty much a two-story manor. Uh, it's not exactly the same design as a feudal manor that uh, you would have seen, for instance, in Wending or Sewell. Uh, there's a lot more, it has a newer build feeling to it, there's a lot more wood than stone uh, for the most part, and it again has that kind of uh, vaguely Sundran colonial design, matching the same sort of appearance as, uh, say, Thunder's Watch did for the most part, in that it's largely white, but with occasional street, uh, with occasional uh, planes of like pastel uh, blues and uh, yellows on uh, sections of the of the walls. The uh, try to think the tile uh, the roof tiles, however, are actually uh, good uh, good grey slate, hmm. uh, which appear to have been brought in. And as the uh, as you approach, you notice there are a number of armed figures uh, about. Half a dozen, uh, all orcs actually, uh, who you can uh, who are wielding uh, muskets. They are just like they're slung across shoulders, and they haven't drawn them. They clearly recognise the carriage. Although, upon seeing the state of the carriage, some a couple of them do draw them and kind of keep them to their side. They run up uh, on the approach upon seeing Oswald up above and the general state of things. Uh, one of them, uh, who is a grey-green uh, ski uh, skinned orc, uh, and he has uh, he is bald uh, with actually quite pronounced tusks, a little bit more pronounced than you usually get, uh, and uh, he, see, uh, he, he look, uh, comes up and says, <coughs> Shit, uh, Oswald, is the boss all right? Oswald gives a kind of a nod and a tip of the bowler hat, uh, and you see Michael lean out. Oh, uh, hello, it's all, it's, it, it, it's all right, all right, Hank. Ran into some trouble with those bastard bandits. You know the ones they've been talking about, uh, seeing the one uh, that the, the, the sheriff, uh, sheriff's. Uh, Folks came around with the warning posters, about, uh, wanted posters about. Ah, shit! Well, let's. Well, all right. We'll we'll uh, we'll post uh, some extra sentries in the field, boss. No, no worries. Uh, uh, oh, you've got a whole. Uh, I'll tell. I'll t I'll tell uh, Marissa. Well, uh, let's. Uh, <laughs> he le he calls back. Oi, Yana. Yana, draw some baths. Boss looks to have been heard, and he's got some companions with him. The kind of gives you all a respectful nod. Um, and I return it. Although there's a slightly confused look, uh, there's a slightly confused nod when he sees you, Celestia. I'm kind of quite quiet and trying to look non-threatening and just politely nod back, but don't make eye contact for too long. 
Hmm. Seems a little... The confusion persists, but there are more immediate matters seeing the state of the uh, carriage, and you are qu- uh, and the carriage is quickly brought up outside the house. Uh, you can see uh, a uh, one of the uh, what appears to be a housemaid, uh, human uh, woman, uh, look kind of uh, reddish uh, reddish brown hair. And uh, uh, seems uh, seeing uh, hearing the command of this presumably Yenna uh, runs into the house uh, to make whatever preparations. But almost immediately, as you are being pulled up, a halfling woman steps out as well. Uh, she is about three foot seven, actually, so quite tall for a halfling. Uh, dusky skin, brown eyes, black hair, uh, and she's actually. Dressed in a manner not unlike uh, Michael, although her, she's wearing a black waistcoat and trousers with a white cotton shirt and a white bow uh, tied up in her hair. Uh, she looks over the situation uh, before speaking. Michael, is everything okay? Uh, yes, yes. I was saying to Hank, we got jumped um, by, by that fucking Millhill, I think the name was. Right. And as uh, it seems you got through thanks to the aid of... Oh! Proper introduction. People are being helped off the off the uh, carriage, those who want it. Oswald in particular, take the tips of the aid. Uh, right. Marissa, um, I want you to meet some some friends. Uh, this is Scamp, uh, Corzin, Celestia. Hello. And, Hello. Um, and a bit of a surprise for all of us, I'd like you to meet my... Leah interrupts. His wife, uh, Leah, Leah Dunn. Marissa's eyebrows raised for a moment, but she continued. But she smooth, kind of smooths over quickly. Well, welcome, one and all, and I am especially uh, pleased to meet you. Uh, Mom, I suppose, she says to Leah. Why don't we all get inside out of the sun? This, you must be tired, you must be thirsty. I'll have Yenna prepare a little, uh, what's the Joven word? Repast, if you will. Leah gets a giggly message where Celestia just goes, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Celestia. <laughs> Leah. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> she awkwardly kind of steps out of the carriage and take and uh, Michael kind of offers an arm. After a moment's hesitation, she kind of takes it and the with the aid of the uh, as the various um, <clears throat> not really guardsmen, not really mercenaries, I suppose, ground armed groundskeepers. Fan out uh, to keep uh, and start keeping an eye on the fields. You are all brought inside the cool, 
uh, quite airy uh, and well-ventilated main sort of atrium of the uh, of the well manor. There is uh, a, there is a round uh, table set up with chairs and uh, Marissa. Uh, uh, sorry, and uh, the, the the halfling uh, who briefly uh, takes a moment to go. Uh, welcome, as I say, my name is Marissa. Marissa Welkin. Uh, yes, uh, Marissa here is uh, my manager. Takes mm. care of all the fine details, uh, don't you, Marissa? Yes, I do. Uh, speaking of which, shall I prepare? A, we'll prepare a slightly larger afternoon spread. That sounds about right. Uh, yes. Do that. Food, drink. We've, we've been on the road. Am I getting a weird vibe from Marissa at all? Roll an insight check if you want. Yes, please. Um, that is... Um, I can't count. Help me. Hmm. That's a 15. 15. Marissa is... You get the impression from Marissa that she's someone who keeps her thoughts to herself. That she, you got a feeling of someone who is used to being that sort of professional servant feeling or professional mm. subordinate feeling. So she's definitely, she definitely seems to be presenting a very professional uh, face to you, but it doesn't necessarily give a lot of clues to how she feels. It's kind of almost got like a, there's like a permanent slight mix, uh, uh, slight caught between, uh, expression caught between a frown and a smile on her face. Mm. But like a guard up, definitely. Oh, yes. Mm. Nah, I don't poke any further. Okay. She steps into the next room and you are left alone for a few minutes while Marissa, Yenna, uh, begin fussing about uh, in the kitchen. So there's nobody else here right now? It's just the five. One, two, three, four, five. Five of you, because Oswald, upon coming... Uh, uh, Oswald actually uh, tips his hat and goes off to settle the horses. Hi, Oswald. Tips the hat, rustles the moustache and departs. Jeffrey's here. <laughs> I mean, seven if you want to go by that rules. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Always. <laughs> um, awkward question, but I am a drow. Should I be here? I think I understand, but it's mostly honestly... for Leah and Michael, honestly. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. not. No one else can really answer that. <sighs> if I need to leave, I need to leave, and that's okay. Um, Michael looks a little uncomfortable. Looks to Leah, and she kind of saying what, say what's on your mind, Michael. Really Look, do. It's okay. As far as I'm concerned, you're a decent person. You saved my life. You saved Leah's life multiple times. But. And obviously, you know, I'll spread the word round about that, but I don't know, maybe maybe keep to the house. I'm not going to go wandering around saying hello to people. Yeah. We, we won't stay too long either. No, I, I don't think we should. No. Uh, I... 
think we should leave soon. Look, I don't know how to put this. There's not a good way to put it, but almost all of us came here as the result. Let's say what, like, seven out of ten of us were here as the result of being captured. Winces a little. There's a, there's a brief flash of anger by Drow. Or sold to Drow. Or with Drow middle women. Directly or indirectly, yep. And then there's some of us who just penal service got caught in the wrong wall. Look, I've seen enough to know that you're a decent type. But that doesn't mean everyone... <laughs> no. It's, it's okay. Um, I, I won't stay long, because I don't want to freak everybody out. You're all comfortable here. And that's good. Um, and it's, it's a perfectly reasonable response to never want to talk to another drow again. Completely reasonable, and I'll be honest. I don't. Um, I don't know what to say. I prior to meeting you, that was very much my feeling. Hmm. Fair. Um, if we're being very honest, I don't know if I. If I hadn't seen you with Leah, I don't know what I'd have done. I'd like to think I'd have come up and lamped you, but I probably wouldn't. Because the truth be told, I'm st- I am shit scared of you. Oh, shit. I'm not... Mm, not you, but No, you. I know. kind of handshakes. Do you need me to go now? Stop it. No, I don't need you to go now. Just... Look, I don't know. If you hadn't... If we hadn't gone through the last day, I probably wouldn't have said all this to you. That's fair. And... Don't get me wrong. I definitely think you are one good apple out of a very bad batch. But of course you can bloody well stay here and rest up and heal up. I mean, look at you. I know we've done the magic thing, but you've got to at least have a bath <laughs> and a sleep. What are we, animals? <laughs> I want to say I'm sorry three million times, but I think anything would be insulting. I think this is where I stay quiet. Yep. Yeah. Quiet's good. Oh, 
quiet is very good. Kind of stares at the table, and again, there's that like his hand hasn't really stopped shaking, although he's kind of holding one and the other. Like he's got one hand in a fist, the other wrapped around it to steady them. I accept that you're sorry. You don't need to. You don't need to accept anything. No, I accept that you're sorry. Ah. And one day, maybe with time, I'll accept your apology. But I don't I can't apologise for everybody. No, you can't. You don't need to accept a damn thing. No amount of sorry makes this all right. Stairs. Oh, I'm, I didn't mean to make this worse and bring it up. I just wanted to check Shut if you needed me to go. Okay, I'm going to be quiet and shut up. Never been Look. quite quiet. No, I can tell <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not great. It's not a great subject, but I suppose it was going to come up eventually. And everyone here, nearly everyone, nearly everyone here, everyone outside this bloody fucking mansion will feel the same. But they don't know you. So what I'm saying is, get some rest. Please, take care of yourself. You're a good person, it would seem. Or at least you do good things. And you've certainly helped or helped me. And it's self maybe it's selfish for me for that to change my opinion. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But you know, you know, you're not all the same, are you? Obviously. Damn fucking Lord of Mazar. Aye. That much is definitely true. Oh. Right. That was... That was tough, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Look. As I say, I appreciate it. But any minute now, Marissa and Yen are going to come back in with a big, with a big old lunch spread. <laughs> and for the sake of for the sake of a good day, let's try and put that to the side. As I say, I just wanted to make sure you had the choice to tell me to fuck off. 
That's all. Uh, for now, you've chosen not. If that changes, you just let me know. Because it's fair. That it is. So, do you like ham? Ham's fine. <laughs> She's probably going to do ham. She likes doing ham. Great. In the afternoon. Ham. <laughs> oh. oh god tea or coffee coffee always tea <laughs> coffee is evil I'm sure she'll bring both what I'm saying is if you want to get a drink in do it now before the before the before the service arrives Corson will put a bottle of the wine from his pack on the table and say it's not customary for a guest to turn up empty-handed. And puts it on the table. Thank you kindly. Although, you know... <laughs> it's a bit early, I understand, but... Oh! Well... We've had a bit of a trying time getting here, as I'm sure you'll agree. Oh, it's always we've just escaped from bandits o'clock somewhere, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's always, it's always narrowly, escape, narrowly escape with your life somewhere. <laughs> Leah puts her hand on Michael's hands and after a moment they release a little bit. Still Leah, quiet message. That goes for you too. If you need me to go right now, you give me a nod. Anytime. That's all. Thank you for saying it. And no, I don't want you to go. Not yet. When it's time. I give her a very small nod after the silent message exchange. There is a bustling from the next room and... You watch as Yenna, the uh, human housemaid, comes bustling in with a with a whole tray, just essentially decked out in like small ham sandwiches, <laughs> like small ham sandwiches. There's like little cucumber sandwiches. There's like a little pot of some sort of chutney, <laughs> some biscuits, Sandwiches some cheese. And um, there's even there is even a small uh, covered cake at the bottom. Ooh! Seems to be have a sandwich of jam in the middle of it. <laughs> the uh, she, and of course there are some pots of tea and coffee. And um, for uh, although she uh, although as she's serving uh, she pours it without asking you, Scamp. Uh, pours you a dark, slightly frothy drink, uh, which is not uh, coffee or tea. What is this? Oh, well, uh, that that's uh, some, that's some sarsaparilla. Oh, thank you. It smells like weirdly herby roots. Is it nice? <laughs> oh, sure. Why, I do declare it is one of the sweetest things to have. 
Excellent. <laughs> do, do you take a taste? Yes. It's actually quite sweet. It's basically root beer. <laughs> Ooh. She starts bussing around, serving up different sandwiches uh, to people as well. And uh, there is actually, uh, and uh, bringing in an additional seat, uh, Marissa, after a brief look to, uh, stand, stands next to the seat. Uh, Michael is kind of tucking into the sandwiches, looks up and goes, oh, oh uh, yeah, obviously, sit, sit, Marissa. Thank you. She takes a seat. It's around. Old habits. The the former master was a very particular sort about his manners. Yeah, yeah. And you would not believe how much bloody effort is taken to get Marissa to stop trying to call me sir. Yes, Michael. And, uh, well, <clears throat> she... Looks around a little uncertain on how to proceed. Uh, so you, the news has uh, what news from uh, Herbertsville, Sir Michael? All sewn up. Uh, went to the uh, went to the judge, uh, Judge Peterson, and um, yeah, apparently the paperwork was all all straightforward. And the other van der Sars haven't got a haven't got a claim. Well, that's excellent news. Glad that uh, things are uh, proceeding well. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, you, you said you were making some adjustments here. Yes, indeed. We've uh, we've instituted a new system, which I believe will allow us to keep up the the levels of production needed retaining staff with the with the wages we discussed yes of course sir i'm sure that it will be an equitable share of the crops if you will right i don't really understand that but fair enough marissa you you take care of the details that's right sir just getting a weird vibe from her oh no oh no the she again it's just that very sort of professional mask to her but just to this just someone who is again that same feeling of just being having been a servant for professional servant or subordinate for a very long time oh, i so don't want to not really go mind yeah. not here <laughs> so i was wondering uh she looks to the rest of you you encountered the the bandit millhill you say that's right. Is there any family resemblance? Like, she was halfling as well? She was halfling. Um, give me... I want to say, give me a retroactive insight check. Because you got close... You got pretty close to her. You were able to see her Four, face. Nine. Like, a not dissimilar nose, maybe? Like Corson did as well, can he? Um, oh, sorry. Uh, I meant. Did you mean the family resemblance between Marissa and Millhill, or or, or, or Mildred Millhill and Molly? Because <laughs> if you uh, mean not, not Molly. No. Oh, I was no. going to say because the because uh, the because uh, the Millhill. We know there's a. Yeah. There might be a relationship. <laughs> I was going to say because she has a similar nose to Molly. <laughs> I don't trust this person. Um, does, <laughs> I just oh, no. know. Uh, does Marissa yeah. look the same? No, 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 yeah. no, no. Um, Molly, uh, Mildred was uh, quite. Uh, sh- uh, I mean. 
she had uh, different hair, diff- uh, different, uh, like she had uh, lighter hair, much uh, lighter skin tone. Marissa kind of look, has this sort of fa- uh, facial, uh, has like facial features and uh, that you kind of associate as a halfling from maybe originally, uh, whose ancestry was probably originally from like Faroz. So like mm. uh, that kind of, uh, so uh, like a lot of the humans and halflings and, and half elves from that area. You had a slight pause after facial features there and so much of me wanted you to stop. Just like, she has facial features. (laughs) (laughs) Great. She has a face. That is all. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas, obviously, Millhill didn't have a face. Yeah, just completely blank. Just a blank, just white static. Yeah. Just blank white static. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the worst. Although... Reminding me of an old comic called Rice Boy, long ago. Still, ways you've read Rice Boy? Tell me. It's a lovely Tweet episode. me and I'll tell Jason. Episode <laughs> as well. There was a yeah. Doctor Who episode, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. Oh yeah. Are oh, you sitting comfortably? Good. Oh. Then we'll begin. That one. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Such a good Doctor Who episode. I don't really remember it, but my skin crawls at the mm. half memory. <laughs> I like the bit where Rose destroys the old sexist. That's my favourite bit in that. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> but, uh, no, there, uh, uh, with the 15 for checking her, no, there is no there is no familial resemblance between Marissa and um, uh, Mildred. Oh, she just creeps me out. I don't like her. <laughs> but... Not reading her mind. No. So the uh, but yes, uh, Marissa has asked you how essentially how your encounter went. I'm staying quiet. Okay. Like as a decision. She looks around to see whether Cousin or uh, Scamman to say anything. Well, it was. Um... It was a close thing, but thankfully we're all uh, still there to talk about it. Um... Yeah. I, uh, I'm curious, uh, I understand that she usually rides with quite a significant posse. Oh, she did. About how many, would you say? Sixty-odd. Quite the number. And you prevailed despite that. It was more of a running away than anything. I think we did all right. Yeah. She... I mean, in a manner of speaking. <laughs> we're all alive. And... Well, yeah, that was my uh, point. Like, I think we're all uh, here to talk about it, which, considering how many there were, yeah. And you have yes. definitely, well, rescued my employer, for which I am immensely grateful. If Michael dies or anything happens to him, then... The Vandersar family would most definitely reclaim these estates. Oh shit! All right. Well, um, glad we could be of help on that I mean, point. Unless then. you have any descendants, Michael. Uh, no. Not looks to the. I mean, not not yet. Sorry, is that too? She's a little soon, but I'm, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Right. Yes. See a kind of like it's very quiet little cough covering up a smirk. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Michael looks a little awkward. <clears throat> but uh, no, 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 uh, no next of kin at this point. I guess I could. I mean, we could drop the paperwork. I could arrange to. Could I, could I arrange to nominate um, someone? Like, I mean, well, we're married. I just, he gestures to Leah. Does doesn't it? Wouldn't it transfer to? Uh, wouldn't it transfer to Leah if if anything happened to me? Maybe. I'm not a lawyer, I'm sorry, but that doesn't sound crazy. I can certainly... I can certainly have the lawyers... a lawyer come by and draft up some paperwork to confirm that. That would definitely assure that uh, were anything to happen to you, it would stay out of the hands of the Vandersars. I assume uh, Mrs. Leah Don. Yes, I, uh, uh, yes, I suppose Mrs. is appropriate. Again, Celestia takes a big gulp of coffee yeah. to try and not laugh. Leah is <laughs> a little weirded out with the situation, but trying her best to get used to it. Do you think the Vandasaurus might, now that you've um, made the, uh, your claim to this place official, get a little underhanded? Yes, obviously. Hmm. The Vandersar family are very, very wealthy. Of course, they're now significantly less wealthy, but the other branches of the family do still hold a certain amount of clout. All right. Is that going to be a problem? Well, that is uh, why we have guards around the uh, estates. Hmm. Though, I have to say the knowledge that there are 60, you say? Less now. Really? How many less? Uh, how many less? 13, the number of yeah. heads you have in your bag. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Claws and counts oh, off on his fingers. And, uh, 13, says Celestia, kicking the bag under the chair. <laughs> Probably around about 13. A horrible image of us just getting the heads out and counting. Them. Oh no! <laughs> just that on the table. Shall we check? Cool. <laughs> I did say on his fingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, but there was a moment where I thought you were going to say on the heads. I thought that there was a moment where you had heads on your fingers for me. So enjoy that image, uh, <laughs> Marissa. God, I run out of with the finger puppets, yeah. one after the other. <laughs> you have thirteen now. I do have 13 you do, are, you do coincidentally the have same number of seven heads we have. Yes. Um, <laughs> when did this turn into a macabre Sesame Street? <laughs> right now. Right One now. decapitation. <laughs> two decapitations. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> wow, that laugh gets more sinister. <laughs> so much worse. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, and this is why we have the 15 plus rating. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. So, um, Marissa reaches into her waistcoat pocket and unfolds a copy of the same uh, wanted poster that you saw back in Herbertsville. Well, you certainly seem to be able to handle yourselves. Um, I don't know if you're aware of the bounty uh, that is currently out on Mill Hill and her associates. We were. Well, if you were to take care of her, 
it would certainly make it a lot easier to protect this uh, this estate and also to uh, of course you there would be a well I'm sure that uh, the sheriff has promised a handsome reward yeah. It's something we were giving some thought, yes. I mean, what's she got now? 47? Yeah. That's a lot That's of people. So many people. I mean, don't get me wrong. The poster they does say dead good. or alive. Hmm. Don't get me wrong, they weren't that good, but, you know, she was. Yeah. See that big I fire mean, snake thing? Terrifying. Glad you got awful. rid of it. <laughs> um, it does say dead or alive on the poster, but somehow I feel like alive is harder. Alive is so hard. Can yeah. you imagine trying to like wrangle 47? No. <laughs> what would we do? Come over here, sweeties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would work on me. Hey, it would work on you, but you're an actual child. Um. <laughs> okay, you need a little line of gold pieces into a large mouse trap. No, no. <laughs> He's nailed it. Perfect. <laughs> like, there's, there's a brief moment. Mar- uh, Michael relax. looks to Marissa. Um, what? Wait a minute. Uh, wrong person. Wait a minute. Do we actually have still have those bear traps? I I believe we do have some bear traps, yes. I don't know if that would be of use to you, but... Hmm. Do you like a bear trap? I can... How many bear seen traps do you have? Yeah, you'd have seen a bear trap before. How many do you uh, have? Oh, I feel like we probably have about a dozen or so. I'd have to... Uh, I'll, uh, I'll get Hank to uh, take a look. Uh, Yana, would you mind uh, getting Hank to... Check our uh, bear trap supply. Well, I do declare, of course. She just says it all the time. It's really annoying. You just hear her murmuring it to herself. <laughs> she's, she like sees she sees a butterfly go past. Oh well, I do declare. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Coulson <laughs> thinks about it for a moment. And says, "A bear trap for a halfling is basically a decapitation device." That was fucked up. Are you okay? <laughs> Marissa it's nods It's just a, uh, a matter of scale. She is also a halfling and nods soberly to this statement. Ah. Oh. Oh. Fucking hell. You're right. It's just not, not good. Oh. Well, that's a disturbing thought. I mean, could we snatch her in the night or something? I mean, we can do snatching. Try. We've got a fair idea of where they were hiding I mean, out, at least recently. You can do that thing where you um, <clears throat> travel really fast, right? I look at Scamp. Um, super fast, yeah? Yes. You could grab her and go really fast and take her away. It doesn't work with another person who doesn't want to come. Oh, bugger. Mm, that's fair. Ah. It'd be really funny if it did. (laughs) I'd be doing it all the time. I'm quite glad it doesn't. You'd take me all sorts of weird places, wouldn't you? Yep. (laughs) Leave me up trees and shit. Wake up in the crow's nest randomly or something. Mm. (laughs) 
Causing, you notice as you're having this exchange, Marissa's eyes just sort of fall between you and linger for a moment on Scamp as, as the pair of them talk about this before continuing to... Okay. Seems to have caught... The, some of the words seem to have caught her attention. Has Marissa reacted at all to the presence of other spirits that I or Celestia have? Nope. Okay. Just thought I'd check. No, good shout though. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Uh, nope, she does not appear to have reacted, nor do you notice any spirits around her. There are spirits around the house, as ever. Yeah, right. wandering okay. around. Yeah. Uh, in fact, actually, um, I think through a couple of open doorways, you can see a uh, small... Uh, there is actually a, a little... Um, Oh, who would it be? It would be Regency. Uh, you can see a little, uh, like, like a, like a little in uh, in-house, uh, like, like it's basically a tiny shrine, like just like a raised little uh, platform with an icon uh, of uh, the symbol of the Regency, the crown, uh, and just a little prayer mat in front of it. Oh, okay. And a couple of them are floating around that idly. Hmm. Makes sense. Um... Well, I think that uh, if we're going to uh, uh, look into this, it uh, it might be an idea to uh, try and figure out where they're um, rushing back to. Mm. And of he sort of looks across at Celestia. <laughs> and anything that we... My apologies. Sir... Michael, with your permission um michael has a mouth full of sandwich uh yeah sure whatever go ahead you, you take care of the details thank you with your uh, we, we would of course be willing to offer whatever assistance we can uh a lot of our people know the area to some degree although uh, we cannot at this time spare any of the house guards we will need to keep the perimeter secure. Quite understand. Is, is there a danger that they're just going to attack here? If they've now got a grudge, say. If they, they do, will... this place is fortified, but I take your point, Scamp. Marissa nods to that. Indeed, uh, we have... We have withstood raids in the past during Percival's time. I mean, <clears throat> shoot me down by all means. <laughs> at that point, Marissa just pulls a gun at me. <laughs> <laughs> Treachery. Oh, we're weird and impulsive after being inside for a long time. <laughs> we're saying really weird stuff today. Um, would it be an awful thing if this is fortified and would be easy to say shoot out of? Uh, if we lured a few of them here and had the fight out of here or would that get loads of people killed the uh, Michael uh, Leah actually uh, Michael both raise a, a, a finger and open a mouth as I say time. shoot me down by all means they look between each other Michael kind of gestures to Leah yes I think that would probably be a terrible idea I thought so but I said it anyway just in case I just my first thought is I mean where like on what happens if if there is an attack well we'd, we'd get everyone into the house obviously but you know people can't run as fast as horses and I'd be worried about hostages right okay yeah. we should stop this happening before it does then shouldn't we really 
a Mercedes. Is there a chance that the awful people who want your house would hire the terrible bandits to kill you? Is that something that they do? Because it's something I thought of. Well, well if they had so any they definitely connection did. with each other. Mm. You always think of the worst thing, and it does always happen. So, yeah. Well, I'd Not like always, to maybe eighty uh, percent of the time. I mean, the fucking curry. Like, I'm still oh, not what? over that, to be honest. It wasn't a good curry. Um, carry on. I've had, I've like had a, a few bad curries in my ending, time too. I understand. City-ending curry, potentially, Wait, but we nipped it in the bud. Okay, that is a that is a conversation for later. Anyhow, it was very spicy. Now, um, yeah. So, sorry, I was going to say something. I've actually completely forgotten. What, sorry, <laughs> what, what it was we were talking about? Uh, bandits being hired. Right. Yes. Uh, would they do it? I've not actually met any of the Vandersars, but if they're anything like Percival, um, I'd like to say that um, I'd like to say that Percy uh, was a bastard with a heart of gold, but actually he was a black-hearted bastard through and through. Fair okay. enough. He did us to so, dick on everybody else rather than because he wanted to do something nice. That it's appears to be it, yes. It's more about ability to do it rather than wanting to do it. If they could do it, they would. Um, I could have a little scry on any of them. Again, causing, because your passive insight is higher than the than her role, um, you notice Marissa, he's been kind of... Her passive flicking. insight's quite good. What is your passive insight at the moment? 14. Oh, I need to update the passive insights. My insight is plus two now, so I don't know what that makes my passive. It's 12. Cool. Mine's 16. Okay, yeah, now higher than Celestia's, but Scamp, you notice this as well as Corson then. Um, yeah, the pair of you notice uh, Marissa's eyes halt for a moment on Celestia as she's commenting about scrying before continuing to rev. I could, I could do that if that would help. Just find out if that's something they're likely to do. Yeah, that wouldn't hurt. Also, like I say, it'd be um, useful to find out where um, Mildred fled to. Yeah, maybe, I mean, we're not, hopefully, <laughs> fucking hopefully not doing anything else today. Because, <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but fucking hell, I'm tired. Um, so I could do that today. I could scry on Mill Hill and the Vandersars. That'd probably be sensible, I think. Maybe her yeah. first, because then if they're together, that's, you know. Yeah, just out of character clarification, mm -hmm. how long ago was the altercation at this point? Like, a couple of hours? Yeah, like, you've, you've right. settled in, you've had some lunch, like, two and a half to three hours. Mm. Right, okay. Oh no shit, she's got a little fucking sanctum thingy bugger, hasn't she? Oh yeah. Um, Balls. How about we have a bit of quiet time and a think? Work out what we want to do. Okay. Usually they're enlightening. I've already given Yenna some instruction. <clears throat> I've already given Yenna and the other servants some instructions to prepare a bath. So, I suppose, uh, whichever, uh, whichever one, uh, whoever you think should go first, Michael. Oh, um, Michael, I suppose move on to the cake. Um, yeah, whoever, really. Um, I'll go last, it's fine. I'll just wash up in the wash basin. 
but yes, you certainly, we have enough rooms for if you all wish to take some time to rest. That would yeah, be very sure. welcome, thank you. And, uh, yes, yeah, so it is, I believe at this point, uh, the 7th, 8th now, as well. Yes. Of full ripeness. All right. So, uh, if you if you if you're happy enough for the moment, you could take a uh, if you want to, you can take a long rest throughout the afternoon. And I mean, mostly I wanted to get rid of her so we could have a conversation in private. Ah, fair enough. In which case, <laughs> because as she that, creeps yes. me out and I'm worried about. Fair it. enough. After after finishing uh, lunch, and it is quite a good cake, sponge cake, jam. Uh, mm. Yes, yes. One day, when the uh, perhaps by the time the next campaign rolls around, this particular style of sponge cake will be associated with a specific Syrian monarch, but not yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aww. The uh, Marissa uh, and Yen. Uh, uh, well, Marissa kind of orders Yenna and a couple of other maids to clear up, uh, and to, begging your pardon. Uh, goes to take care of matters. Although uh, Hank does briefly pop his head and confirm, uh, yeah, we got 12 uh, bear traps. We'll just, we'll just uh, leave them out front for you. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And you make your way up. Uh, you can see that Yenna has prepared a bath uh, and will continue to prepare baths, but also has uh, three guest rooms available for you. I feel like we all immediately pile in one for a you chat. We all immediately pile in one. <laughs> uh, Leah and uh, Leah, as you can says, I think um, I think I'm going to spend a bit of time. Uh, you have fun. Go for it. I think from looks to Michael, looks back. I need I need a little bit of time here on my own and. Just to, she kind of taps the side of her lips, um, just to look after, uh, look after things a bit. I message. Are you all right? Did you want something? She messages. I need to look after Michael for a bit. He's more shaken by that than he's letting on. We'll give you some space. Take your time. If you need anything, let me know. She. Coughs to dis- uh, to dismiss the message response and says openly, <clears throat> "We, we probably. I might. If you're planning to move tonight, uh, I'm probably. I might sit this one out just to." Keep oh, I assume you'd be staying here. here. <laughs> just she nods. If that's all right with the three of you, I mean, if you really need, we'll be fine. No, oh, of course you. Thank you. Take all the time you need. Uh, thanks. Why don't, Michael? Why don't you? Why don't you take me for a bit of a, I suppose, a tour around the house, and then maybe we can look around, uh, look around the fields, fields a bit. Yes, that, that sounds great. Um, let's do that. And yeah, well, let me wash up as well in the, the basin. Come on. They wander off, and you head up into one of the three rooms. <laughs> It's quite a plush room. Like, not not your apartments in the Palace of Justice plush, but it's a nice room, probably intended for visiting members of the Van der Sar family, 
Um, so probably spitefully worse than what they were used to, but still kind of ludicrous. Like, not ludicrously comfortable, but just very comfortable. Like Power pink. play comfortable. Yeah, power play comfortable, like <laughs> pink cotton uh, sheets and little draperies. That someone has someone has drawn bunny has painted bunnies and roses onto the side of the vanity mirror at the desk, and there is a there is a vanity mirror and dresser. What is I... it with everyone on little animals? I have no know. idea. I like bunnies that. are just like looking inside me. Roll wisdom Ugh. save. What? No, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I despise you. I'm very tired. How dare you take advantage of me in this state? <laughs> I adore you. You're a monster. So, you find yourselves alone. Is it me or is Marissa really weird? She's really unnerving me and I don't like it. I didn't want to look in her head because that felt like the dickest yeah, no, possible totally shouldn't, dick but... fucking move oh. here, but I really wanted to because I'm so fucking paranoid. She's no, definitely she... not letting on all she knows, and I don't know um, exactly um, where that leaves us. She keeps giving us funny looks when we mention anything magic. Oh, good! <sighs> Fucking hell, why is nothing ever normal? Um, I mean, this there? was never going to be normal, was it? I had an idea for a scry that is like borderline brandy levels of messing with the future, and I'm not sure if it's a good idea or bad. <laughs> okay, Go tell on. me, I want to know. Okay, so I'm really worried that they're going to attack this place. Right? right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> how about... lights up a pipe to have out the window like a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so how about we decide here and now that we're not leaving until they attack. Uh-huh. And then we also decide that when they do attack, we say the date and time very loudly several times. <laughs> Just scream it. Yeah. All right. And then we sky on the future to that time. <laughs> and then we'll know when it is. Now you're thinking with future vision. Well, <laughs> that's actually, like, not a shit idea. I feel like something's going to go terribly wrong, but I'm kind of here for it. We're also going to have to tie me to a chair if we do it, which should be there for consideration, but fuck it at this point. My only thought about that is that... Uh, it... Just to make sure Leah or Michael don't walk in while that's happening, because uh, this, this really is bad enough. Uh, yeah. Imagine if I was somebody else tied to a chair and they just want... Yeah. But just make sure to do it while they're on their walk if we do it. It could be weeks before they um, an, attack, uh, an attack against this place. Yes, but if we decide to stay here... We don't actually have to stay here, because when we've scried, we know when it's going to be. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. True. We only have to decide that this is definitely what we're doing right yeah. up until the moment we've scried. <laughs> All right. We can change our mind as soon as we've scried. I but... want to do it... Because it's a, it's getting to brandy levels of we're messing with the future for our own ends. Now. It is, um, but I'm interested to see what would happen as much as anything. Um, the other potential one is to scry on the moment that that creepy person betrays Michael. <laughs> That's true. Because if you scry, scry and there's nothing, 
Mm. If you scry and there's nothing, it's fine. But if you scry and something happens, then we know. Scry on when she turns. Yeah. That's a bit vague, isn't it? I don't know, but if we say the moment she betrays him, that might be enough. Maybe we should say the moment she betrays Michael and Leah. Michael or Leah. Michael or Leah. Can you do always? I don't don't know if you can do always, can you? (laughs) You're starting to add some interesting complications. Uh, some interesting conditions at that point. There Maybe is we should something... say Michael, because if he betrays Leah, that's also technically betraying Michael, isn't it? Because, you know, yeah. they're married and stuff. There is also a possibility that whatever she is uh, planning on doing is not necessarily um, intended to uh, betray Michael or Leah, but may have adverse effects on us. <laughs> Shows the next time Melissa does something generically <laughs> bad. <laughs> She I'm, done a bad thing. Shows the thinking... next time she does a bad. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just got a vision of Marissa kicking a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> or just swearing. I mean, it's yeah. like, like whatever metric you're using for that. Like, how prudish is the eye? We don't know. <laughs> Marissa, just like with a slightly rough facial expression because she's thinking a bad thought. Like, <laughs> like what are we talking here? <laughs> Okay, how many scars have we got today? Because we've used one, haven't we? Um, have we? Uh, we used I, can't, I can't remember, Kang. <laughs> yeah, because we, we, we looked at, um, at where the Hang on, no, no, no. I've when got, we woke up. I've got one, but it's rubbed out. Why is it rubbed out? Did we do it the night before? You did one this morning. Okay, yeah, to we try did and one find out morning. where they were laying yeah. in wait for us. Yeah. Cool. When you found the two hallucinations. Yeah, so we've got trains. two today. So which batshit thing should we do first? <laughs> <laughs> and is there anything else that's important or is the most important things those two things um i'm worried melissa's going to murder people in the night and i can't and i'm worried that they're going to attack <laughs> if we take a nap they'll yeah. attack while we're napping yeah or we'll, both of those what? things will make it the easiest to sleep to be honest yeah why should we, we take out? no one's listening in here i mean we're not sanctum or anything yeah, but like, just have a look around. For... Yeah, sure. Do you want to make an investigation check? Can yes, I just, please. Can I just detect thoughts around the room? Yes, you can. Okay. Uh... Let's do like a general scan, you know. There is, uh, there is indeed uh, a mind just outside the door. Um, you can only detect the presence of a mind, not its exact position. So, but yes, there's there's a mine just outside this door. Uh, mm. The door into the room. And you can kind of loosely sense the position of different mines around the... Uh, uh, can I listen to that one? Yes, you focus in on it. And you hear an internal voice going, Well, I do declare, I was just after some juicy gossip, but this is some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> You see Celestia start laughing and you don't know why. <laughs> what is it, Celestia? She's laughing. What's I can hear laughter? I heard something about the future. Hello. Oh! Oh, I didn't nice, I've been made! You're having a nice time outside the door. You hear some footsteps <laughs> running away. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, she just wanted some gossip, bless her. It was, um, what was her name? Not Melissa. Um, I do declare that one. Oh. What's her name? <laughs> I'm terrible with names. Oh, she's just I do declare in my head because I've only known her five minutes and she's said it at least 16 times. <laughs> <laughs> Out of character, it's uh, is it Yessa? It's Yenna. Yenna, sorry. Yenna, that's the one. That was it. <laughs> well, she's weirded out thoroughly. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Best to leave her with an, uh, a mystery rather than an explanation. I mean, how the fuck is she going to explain that to anyone, to be honest? Quite. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Right, should we scry on both those things then? Yenna, by the way, rolled yeah. surprisingly high on her stealth check. <laughs> I love that she was just hoping for some like weird stuff from the strangers and she's heard all this shit about the fucking future. Like, bless her. Is there <laughs> she's means... having a weird day. <laughs> is there a means of locking the door from the inside? Um, <clears throat> there is a latch. Right, okay. Um... Corson will turn it just to ensure that we aren't disturbed. Okay. So just think what you do it. So you've yeah, you've used detect thoughts to get the general of the area, you've closed the latch. Cool. I'm just gonna have a look for spy holes as well. Make an investigation check. Spy holes. Decent. Nineteen. Oh, I don't need to help cracking. Still smoking out the window. <laughs> <clears throat> You don't find a spy hole. Um, you do discover that one of the cabinets swings open. Ooh. And there is a narrow passageway behind it. Did you find a secret passage? I found a secret passage. Can we go down it right now? I I suppose. Yes, Um, we're going down the secret passage. Come on, adventures. (laughs) How big is it? Uh, it's uh, going to be a tight fit for Celestia, but, uh, but 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 just enough to squeeze through. It seems to run down the side of the wall. Uh, now that you look at it, actually, the wall here is a little bit um, a little bit closer to than might necessarily be suggested by the sizes of the rooms. So it's like it's like I want to say like two foot wide, so you kind of have to go like sideways down it. I've only got fifth and sixth level spells left. If anything happens. I'm just gonna like murder someone. Like if I cast a spell. Okay. Um, <laughs> just so, completely like disintegrate. Yeah, this is definitely person. narrow enough for single file, so who would like to go first? Hi to order. First. <laughs> yes. I'll go first. That way okay. everyone can see. Yes, always sensible. Okay, so pausing you proceed down the, the little Let's go quietly in case it leads to somewhere else interesting. Okay, yes. Give me uh, everyone give me a stealth check. Okay. Nope. It's, um, uh, 13. Also 13. Six, 16. Okay. Okay, like, not terrible. Slip down the sideway. It carries down towards, close towards where the end of the, of, uh, where the wall, exterior wall is. And it turns to the side and it seems to continue onwards. And, uh, at the end of it, following through, keeping an eye out as you go through, like, you, there's just, like, the dim amount of light filtering in from the open... Uh, from the open uh, secret door, so it's actually quite hard to to navigate for causing, but the other two, like, well, I mean, it's not hard to navigate, it's a straight passageway, essentially, with some turns, but it gets pitch black up ahead for you, causing. Um, until 
you reach the end of it where there is a, a little chamber. It's like a little chamber where one person could stand, uh, uh, stand comfortably. And Corzin, um, you can, I mean, all of you can see a very faint, thin uh, line of light where, uh, marking what seems to be another way out. Uh, Corzin, you cannot see this. Scamp and Celestia, you can see on one on one wall of this little cubbyhole, uh, on some pegs, is um, you can't see the color, but some part of you feels that it has to be midnight blue, uh, human-sized <laughs> gimp suit, uh, a coiled what? always uh, a a a, uh, a coil a, 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 a sort of coiled. I mean, you've never seen a set of nunchucks before, um, but they, they, it's, it looks kind of like a flail joined by a, a, by a three-part flail uh, joined by some little metal links. Um, what is definitely an array of uh, leather dildos. Oh, come on. Oh, wow, it's a sex dungeon. What? What? And like one of those like I light dink- up with dancing lights so causing can see. And one of those like very dinky little. It's like it's not like a full cat and nine tails. It's like the ones that are like t- like like two foot long at most. <laughs> like the little the ones that are just 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 about large enough for you to smack a bottom with. <laughs> the bottom. Oh, sinks. Damn it. <laughs> well, um, well, I hate to say it, but this is a really good place to do a scry. <laughs> <laughs> No it one's going to walk it? in on you, us here. You can also I now hate see. that you're right, Scamp. You, you can also now clearly um, see. I do have an objection. Because the thing is, after this scry, what do we have to do, right? I'm going to the future. So we have to tie me to a chair and. There is rope. Me, and make me be other people. What happens if somebody finds you two tying me to a chair in a sex dungeon? Are there That's any true. other. Uh, there is, there is also another, there is another secret door here as well. I mean, it's really funny, but also, <laughs> I mean, it is a really good place for a scry, isn't it? I am a child. That you, would go down very badly. Very, very badly. Yeah. Um, Cousin just puts his head in his hands. <laughs> I mean, I think we can scry here. Maybe we should tie me to a chair somewhere else. Just so I agree. There's not horrible. There's just some lines you don't want to cross with this. No. <laughs> Definitely not. But let's maybe we do the two scries here, and then even time into a chair in right. the the bedroom. I am curious to see so where that other uh, entrance goes. It must be to one of the other rooms, mustn't it? Yeah, yeah should we, should we have a look? Let's go and have a look. Okay, it's easy to it takes a little bit of effort, but you push it aside, and you reveal um, um, a wider, more opulent-looking bedroom, four-poster bed, uh, some hangings down up. What appears to be the master bedroom. Huh. Of course. This this is an affair passageway. Well, um, I wonder if Michael knows this is here. I would imagine not, because he's only just inherited the house. Yes, and I think it might I be feel... more awkward to tell him. No, I think it's our duty to tell him. No, I think he really needs to know, but I don't want to say it. So, Corzin, it's your job because Scamp's a child. Um, so enjoy you are that. our designated adult. Yeah. I just, I don't think it's right coming from me, you know? No, I quite understand On, your like point of view. Like multiple horrifying levels, to be honest. Corzin's expression is unreadable. 
I want to try and read his expression. Can I do an insight check? Make an insight check. <laughs> Paulson, make a deception check. Okay. Oh, um, shit. That's a roll pretty oh. bad. I think I have. Um, that's a six. Mine was a four. Um, Paulson's <laughs> expression is indeed unreadable. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Oh no, Jeffrey, come back! All right, so Jeffrey, Jeffrey don't, don't touch, touch that. that. Yeah, Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey already has the now has the tiny now has the tiny cat of nine tails to complement his tiny knife. Put that back, Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey, oh, really Jeffrey. don't know where that's been, darling. Uh, I'm worried that I do know where that's been. Oh, Jeffrey, put it Jeffrey, down. Oh, Jeffrey no. gives it an experimental sort of sort of smack against the floor. Jeffrey, I'm so freaked out. Just casually clean it with prestidigitation and hope no one notices that I've done it. Something brushes off it. Oh, no. Fucking hell. It's probably dust. Okay. Let's hope it's dust. It's Scry. No, we should check where this... Oh, we've done the entrance. Is there any other entrances? There's not, is there? there? Nope. This is a two-way passage. Uh, I presume, of course, built. that w- when I got to the other end of the uh, the passage, to the master bedroom, it was unoccupied. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the bedroom is currently unoccupied. You know, quite apart from the fact that I just feel like somebody should know if there's a secret sex dungeon in their house, uh, he should also know for, like, assassination reasons, because it's possible yeah. that the Van der Sar family have the plans to the house, or somebody knows somebody yep. or something... Uh, and his bedroom's at the other end of it, so, yeah. Alright, well, while I'm trying to concoct something that is at least vaguely plausible for how I discovered this when they failed, um, why don't we go and have a scry? <laughs> we were hanging up, we were hanging something up in the cupboard. Alright, what was we actually in the cupboard? We are planning on staying here for the night. Yeah, what was actually in the cupboard? Oh, just, 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 essentially, a uh, little... Little rails. Um, the, uh, yeah, we, we were hanging right. something in the it cupboard. A, it was a guest, Not actually it was ridiculous. A, yeah, it was a, it, it's a guest cupboard. There's. I'll say that there's one bathrobe. Not that any of these characters ever hang up clothes. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, that never nah. happens. But he doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is one bathrobe, a complimentary, a, a, a couple of complimentary towels. Oh, fair. <laughs> All right. Mm. We we're going in the cupboard for towels. There we go. Yeah. How I? <laughs> yes, I, I, for our baths. How is this one of the weirdest conversations I've ever needed to have? There is, by the way, a continually cooling bath, which is available for anyone who wants it. Coulson will avail himself of it, but, you know, um, probably... I can always... I've got yeah. this I can warm it up. True, <laughs> true. Okay. After this. <laughs> well. Scrying? Yes, yes. In the sex dungeon. Sex dungeon scrying. Let's just not pretend this is any uh, weirder than it is. I hope Quilena's looking in right now. That'd be really strange. (laughs) (laughs) Causing just vaguely um, gives the finger to the ceiling. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Hey, bitch. (laughs) You don't have the feeling of being scried on, but... (laughs) Floating. Like, when you scry, are you floating? Or are Are you not not just... Not sure mine works the same though, does it? You know, because I wander around. It's like I'm there, but whenever I've seen anybody else scry, they're like looking into you know a mirror or whatever, aren't they? 
Or also like, it, or like, um, like Olga with the cauldron or whatever. Like they're still standing there talking. You know, nobody does the weird shit I do. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, if it's Quilena uh, scrying, it's not actually her. It's someone she's paying to scry. No, but I hope that they would have the good manners to pass on my hey, bitch. <laughs> I would hope so. That would be only dutiful of them. Yes, it would. But <laughs> <laughs> Cousin gets a little bit hysterical for a second. Oh, I hope she enjoyed that puppet show that time. That was magnificent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant. Mm. Good memories. Anyway, which one do we want to do first? So, we all have to make the decision. Yes. Take right, a second so... to make the decision. We're staying here. However awkward and awful it is, and however much we might actually want to leave, we're going to stay here until she attacks. Okay. And yes. when she does, they're gonna shout the date over and over again whilst we're and being the time. stabbed to death. And, and the, the time. time. Also the time. Take going, a second. Make the decision. Okay. I need to ask each of you to answer this honestly. Are you prepared to camp out here for six months if you have to? I'm not saying this is the time, but are you prepared to camp out here for six months? Honestly, I'm not sure Corson is. What with the ship and everything. What is... Um, so, answer me honestly, each of you. What is the longest time you reckon you would be willing to stay? I mean, I've got nowhere to be. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard being here. <laughs> I think I'd, I'd stay. I think I would, because I know this won't work unless I truly believe it hmm. Celestia's quite good at acting and lying to herself I would like you to make a self-deception check with disadvantage because it is to yourself mm. <laughs> but like you know how you can do the actor yeah. thing where yeah, you can yeah, kind yeah. of convince yeah. yourself I would like you to make a self-deception cool. check I don't know if that makes any sense yeah. but... no no it totally does I think like, acting is basically like telling really big lies really well yeah. and I feel like she's actually decent at that um <laughs> Oh, it's not good. Um, that is a ten. Okay. <laughs> it could be worse. <clears throat> I don't think she manages to think past like two to three weeks. Yeah. If I'm honest, okay. yeah. <laughs> she tries for longer. Celestia's but, like, real limit ooh. of self-deception is about a month. Yeah, and that kind of <laughs> that month. <laughs> would be like she manages to get that far purely by thinking of just hiding in one of the guest rooms for that amount of time. However, you all quietly commit to staying here until it happens, but your real limits are respectively reached. Mm -hmm. Having made that decision, and the real decision, I'm afraid, is entirely subconscious, mm -hmm. so you aren't aware of your real limits. Yeah. Uh, what do you ask of the eye? What's this? What's this um, place called? Uh, this is the Von Spear Thrust Estate. Show me when Mill Hill attacks the Von Spear Thrust Estate. Okay. Okay. You study. The eye spins. You plunge down into it and look around. There is no bubble. You research. 
Now, did we all convince ourselves properly? Because I didn't see anything. Well, you'd have seen something even if we hadn't. You'd have just not seen us shouting the text. That's true, actually. You don't actually get a future tally because you didn't actually... It didn't, I didn't do it, anything. It, it didn't take. Does... It's used up a use of the eye for the day, mm. but it but hasn't. Get a tally. But you got a tally. Does that suggest that as things currently stand, it's more likely that um, something occurs to just prevent that from happening? Mm. Or that they have no intention of coming here. Or that they have no intention of coming here. I mean, they might not have a mm. connection. Well, this is not something we can um, entirely discount, but um, given given that uh, that there are these two groups of people who now seemingly have... um, motive and means to attack this place. Hmm. Strange. Well, my guess would be that um, if not us, then something else happens in order to prevent that from occurring. Whether Mm. that's, you know, uh, uh, Mildred getting caught or or, uh, the Von Spearsrust not actually... um, uh, being as duplicitous as they seem. Confusingly, it's actually the Van der Sars. The Von Spears oh, Van der Sars. were the previous owners of this plantation. Ah, uh, sorry. The Van der yep. Sars bought it. That was an out of character mistake. It's fine. Yep. That, that name confusion definitely isn't because uh, Jason forgot the name of the owning family at some point and, uh, and said <laughs> the other and had, to, and had to, 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 to retcon some things. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't actually go to the future, so I think we're all right for tying me to a chair. At this oh, second. Well, that's Great. good to know. Um, he said, um, standing directly beneath the bondage gear. <laughs> well, the other thing we wanted to look at is is now, so um, hopefully that won't um, that hopefully won't affect not. it either. Equally, they could be sanctum. They're very rich, but it's probably worth trying anyway, isn't it? You got to try, haven't you? Was there another weird thing we wanted to look at? Well, I feel like there were two weird. Well, we things. wanted to, we wanted to look at the what's her name the person betraying oh let's do that first that's, i can't sleep without urgent. looking at that all right uh, yeah and then when tomorrow we can see if they because my mm. guess is that is that they will find a way to attack him but we don't know when mm. so finding out that might be good show me when melissa betrays michael okay wasn't it marissa you, as you say that, you correct yourself to Marissa. Oh, you're like yeah, halfway through. You're halfway me. through. Show me when Melissa, isn't it Mar- Marissa? When Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but that would have been a, a thing, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like, yeah, you. Whoa. It was a player mistake. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just cut. You call and and <laughs> around you, the bubbles float and. Down below you, one appears. You Uh... You see... uh, It is evening. uh, Quite late. And Michael uh, is sat at uh, a desk um, in a room you have not yet been to. Uh, but with a window up above and there seems to be like documentation around and he is kind of sighing and going through 
lots and lots of papers and making a signature on them. It's a Do those papers have a date? Um, a lot of these seem to be legalese papers. Mm -hmm. uh, give me give me an investigation check, I suppose, as you just study the papers as they go through. Um, that's an 18. Okay. None of these ones do, but you keep an eye out. So he's signing them. Studying the papers, uh, they mostly seem to be relating to uh, to transfers of property, uh, uh, the transfer of the uh, van, uh, of the von Speerthrust estate, and actually a few other estates that seem uh, named estates that you don't know the location of. Uh, but you do keep track of the names. They they have various orcish names associated with them. Mm -hmm. uh, at least fifteen, uh, and. Mm -hmm. Essentially, Michael seems to be going through and laboriously signing each page. Uh, you notice that Michael's signature is basically a sort of like uh, like an, a, a slightly squiggly MJB uh, with a dash, uh, and his uh, and he actually takes a little bit of time with each one, so it's quite slow, as if some uh, with the motions of someone who is not very used to letters. Mm. Uh, and he's frowning. Uh, kind of going through and uh, you hear the door open and coming in behind and this is all by candlelight because it is in the evening uh, Marissa comes in with a several more stacks of papers bloody hell that's um there's a lot to go through for all of this uh, all this inheritance business isn't there I'm afraid there is uh... yeah sorry the words are um so could you summarize these for me? Yes, though, okay, so that is to do with the von Hibbelheim uh, plantation. Uh, that one is to do with the von Arkist uh, plantation. Bloody hell, Percival owned a lot, didn't he? Yes, he did, sir. I've told you not to call me sir. Sorry, um, Michael. Thank you. So what have you done? Have you, uh, you you said you've sorted it then? Yes, I have. The, uh, as per your request, your instructions, we are now in the process of releasing everybody. Right. Good. I again must warn you, sir, that this will result in significantly less production. There will be a definite hit to our assets. Assets be damned, woman. But this is people's lives we're talking about. And as you said, those were your orders, sir. Michael. Michael. So I have come up with a solution. And she presents several of the documents. Uh, right, and this is... Well, this, sir, is what uh, I like to call the sharecropping scheme. Okay, how does it work? Well, everyone will, of course, be free, but, you know, they need to... Uh, there's an, a requirement... But, of course, the land is ours. Uh, yours, sir. Michael. Glazeter, but kind of just as continue onwards. And with the transition of ownership being what it is, partition would be a difficult matter. Uh, yes, yes, details, right, okay. Therefore, 
Well, it seems only fair that uh, since many of these people do not have uh, the money to pay for rent, and rent is essential after all, there are a number of houses and so on still in the estate. Right, yes, details get to the point. What I'm suggesting is that they should uh, pay an in exchange for working the land, they would receive a share of the crops upon them. Right, and uh, and uh, how, how's that worked out? Well, as you can see, sir, on uh, page 7, 8 uh, through 12 here, I have the deep breakdown. You see his eyes swim. Uh, okay, details. So, But this will do it, right? The, the, this, this frees everyone and means that we're, you know, we don't need to worry about going bankrupt, right? Of course, sir. Where do I sign? Here, 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 and here, sir. She goes through each of the signatures, and she and passes here, and uh, he passes. She takes the paperwork. Thank you, sir. My call. I'll see about getting these filed. She walks away, and as she turns, there is a slight smile to her face and leaves, and the vision comes to an end. Well, I thought she was going to poison him or something, but this is much worse. What happened? Um... She was... helping him... helping, uh... sort the paperwork to free everybody. Right. Right. And, uh... Hard to explain, but as far as I understand it, she's making sure people aren't properly free. She's saying they still owe money for their houses and their land, so... Oh. They'll have to pay for a share before they can go free. By the way, out of character, correct me if I'm wrong on this. It's, uh, I need you to roll... I need Celestia to roll an intelligence check on this, because... I think the, I the wording, The wording... Like... Yes. You're like you, arguable as to whether your interpretation is correct, so which is why intelligence. But if that is the, that is a conclusion that Celestia could reach, but there is deliberately a lot of legalese uh, in the paperwork. It was designed to confuse. Okay. Um, it's not great. I just I don't want to not mm. understand because of a player mistake. No, 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 no. That's that's why I'm getting a sense of. Um, of how much of the details you. Like Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Like, no, no, no. It's fine. Essentially, looking through the explanation that she gave and, the, and what I said, your gut feeling appears to... You feel like your gut feeling is entirely correct, but mm. it's dressed up in the idea not so much as of you have to pay uh, a fee to be released as we own the land your house is on, you need to pay rent, mm. and you have a gut feeling that something about how those rents and the idea of this sharecropping scheme is set up mm. is probably designed in a way that... People aren't actually free. Yes. Because this. basically if you have to work to pay for the house that you live in and you're not legally allowed... You're not technically legally allowed to leave because you owe money for your rent. Essentially. You, yeah. It's you're forced to own the you, thing, therefore yeah. you're forced to own it. 11 is enough for you to kind of put together in a way that Michael couldn't, because of your background and it's your. It's basically feudalism mm. again. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially. It's a debt cycle. Can we say, to avoid rubbish, rubbish explanation for ages. Yeah. Can we say I relay you, this? Yeah, it takes, you, it takes you a few minutes to clarify it, but uh, you, do, you relay essentially that 
you're pretty sure that Mercer is trapping people in a cycle of debt that essentially keeps them on the land and keeps them working there. Basically, everybody's still stuck. All right. Um, right. Did you get a sense of when uh, this is going? Was the weather the same? Like, what are we looking at here? Uh, It was late at night. Um, It was war... you don't really, I don't think you get temperature sensations. I don't think I've said that before. Uh, oh, no, you do. No. You do get temperature sensations because yeah, yeah. of the time you got nuked. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, you must. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it was, yeah, it was a slightly cooler night than the last few nights. Okay. Say. A little bit colder, so not tonight. Also, All right, that's cool. um, please give yourself... Yeah, sorry, go, go, go. Is it not more likely to... This paperwork's been done, hasn't it? We didn't specify the future. Is this not the past? And please add yourself a past tally. Oh, bastards. Okay. Shit. Well, we can undo it, can't we? Surely? Well, if we perhaps explain uh, to... Michael, exactly what this means. Oh, God. Um, this is I so think awkward. Maybe we explain to Leah what it means. I think we and should. And we get Leah to look at the paperwork. I was going to say, like. I mean, he. Without being a dick, it's, it's just true. He, um, he looks like he has a bit of trouble with letters, which is fair enough. Um, so well, Leah Leah's might actually. Than all of us. Yeah, Leah's way better at stuff than any of us. I was going to say, there's just no way that Leah would have let anything like this go past. Well, she wasn't there yet. Exactly. Uh, right. Should I send to her? Just tell her when she's done to come up to the room. Yeah. yeah I, I don't important. want to rush her. Because yeah, of course. It's we not just like need it's going anywhere, but. Private conversation, that's all. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to send to Leah. Okay. All right. The fucking fifth level spell is really running low. Then we need a nap. Yeah, we do. Okay. Leah, sorry to bother, but important, very, no rush, speed not important, but later come for a chat, please. Hope you're all right. See you soon. Reply a moment later. Celestia. Okay. If you think we have time, I'll hold off a little. I'll see you early in the evening. Maybe just before dinner. We'll talk then. I don't send anything back. Yeah, early evening. Before dinner. Okay. Alright, that gives us some time. Mm. Just enough time to have a rest. Um, yeah, also, we is. should get the past thing done. Yes, yes we should. We don't want to leave that hanging around. Alright, uh, uh, back into the room then? Yeah. Okay, so... You... So you're gonna. So you head back into the room, into the room that, uh, the guest room. Yeah. Uh, leaving, leaving the sex dungeon. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm carefully replacing the cupboard and everything as it was. <laughs> um, and you get out a chair, and uh, do you use some of your own rope or some of the rope from the sex dungeon? <laughs> own rope, yeah. definitely. <laughs> definitely our rope. Yeah. Okay, we don't know where that rope's been. That I mean, rope... we're doing D characters. We've all got fifty foot of rope. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. Your rope yeah. is a little harder, a little bit more worn than the smooth, silky rope. But, uh... Uh... <laughs> you know that rope. That rope was specially prepared for comfort. But uh, yeah. fair you, enough. You strap Celestia down. <laughs> um, okay. I'm just thinking about who. Right. What your options are. Scamp, have you got that um, language thing that you can do? Yes, oh, I'll do that maybe first. do that. Um, have you have you still got a silence spell? If, I do. If someone noisy comes through. Yeah, can do. That's not a bad idea. Let's keep it as an option. Yeah, right. if I start uh, screaming in Syrian or something, it'll be good to have. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you. Spin the eye, and as it's happening, I don't. We don't spin the eye for this. I oh, know you don't. You you place. But, the I eye mean, I get yeah. one of them to you lift it up in front yeah. of me. So it you hurts. cast the spell yeah. first. Yeah. And once uh, Scamp's finished drawing, you, uh, yeah, you you raise the eye up in front ah. of you with the loop, and you feel yourself <laughs> sucked inside, Celestia. Roll me a d6. D6? Goodness. Mm. Four. It's not a d12. It's not a d12. <laughs> it's not a d12. <laughs> it's not a d12 this time. Okay. Four. Okay. As you feel yourself pulled down, an orb come, a, a bubble comes towards you and you blink a little bit. You look down. You are in a much shorter body than yours. Mm -hmm. uh, with glancing at your hands, uh, dusky coloured uh, skin, you pull a little strand of hair. Uh, black seems to be tied up behind you. You're in a uh, black waistcoat and trousers with a white shirt. Like Marissa. Glancing around, there is a there is a mirror in the room oh, you find yourself in, and you do appear to be Marissa. Well, fuck. You have your very own quantum leap moment. <laughs> uh, um, you are in the. Uh, you are actually in the. In the house, it feels like you can see through an open doorway of the atrium, but you are in a small, uh, quite a narrow little study or office. There's a lot of carefully piled books and notes around, uh, and you can see someone uh, approach, uh, opening the door carefully and uh, stepping into the building. Uh, actually, no, they wouldn't see something with the building. They step down from the upstairs. You see them in, uh, coming down the steps in the main atrium, coming through, closing the door behind them, and glancing f and uh, glancing for a moment into the uh, office, into, into some room next door. They come into your office. 
they are uh, a dwarf, mm -hmm. actually. Um, inter uh, there, uh, so this particular dwarf uh, is a woman. Uh, she has quite straight uh, dark, uh, quite straight sort of black hair. Um, and a very smooth, glossy black beard, carefully adorned with a number of uh, small, thinking about who she is, golden ornaments. Ooh, fancy. The, uh, at the same time, uh, she is also, uh, uh, she's also wearing a ostensibly plain, uh, in the sense that it is a sort of brown waistcoat with a cream uh, shirt and a brown coat over one shoulder, uh, over one arm, which she's bringing in. Black brown trousers as well. With a, yeah, we're not we're not in the in the right era for that. So just brown just brown trousers tucked into boots. The boots have a little bit of dust on them, as if they've uh, as if there's been a small amount of traveling through dusty uh, roads, but not a great deal. They don't look travel-stained, more mm -hmm. like they've just got a little bit around the edges, uh, where they haven't been wiped off on the carpet. And uh, she is also carrying in her other hand a small travel case. Uh, I would like you to roll an intelligence check. Okay. Uh, 16? It is the same case that you first saw Michael carry. Ah. Like, same design. Same, same one. Same pattern. As far as you can tell, it's the same one. There's no obvious scratches, but it's the same shape and style. So, the dwarf looks uh, in and closes the door behind her. Oh, and sorry, I forgot to mention, uh, she also uh, has, unusually uh, for a lot of doors that you've seen, uh, quite that sort of, um, I want to say that the uh, that sort of uh, slightly golden, uh, uh, goldenish skin colour that you tend uh, to see in humans from uh, Eastern Haldanos as well. Mm. Uh, so, uh, and, uh, not dissimilar facial features skin not unlike real life Jason's <laughs> to a degree you might say um, she takes it and closes the door behind her gives you a respectful nod well how are you holding up okay hmm. it seems his health is declining what have the doctors said? They've said it's, it's not looking great. No, that doesn't surprise me. She smacks her lips a little. Nevertheless, he is cantankerous as ever. And uh, did not seem entirely willing to approach the arrangement. Have you someone in mind? Yes. 
It would need to be it will need to be someone not obviously attached to us. It cannot be you. It would be too obvious. Mm. Someone close to him? Um He's got a footman called Michael. Would that do you? Ah. The one who is yes, who is uh mopping his brow. Good. She opens the case. So, um, what's the plan once it's handed over, then? You can see there's documents inside. Simple enough. All you need to do is fill in this Michael's name. Everything has already been arranged elsewhere as well. The properties will go over. We will, of course, ensure that there is no trouble from the legal system. Mm-hmm. And this will keep things solidly out of their hands. The Vandersar family? Of course. And, well, what it is they represent. You, Which I have. Is? A th- she pauses. Is this area sanctioned? Yes. Roll a deception check. <laughs> mm. So full of shit. Oh, it's really good there. 26. Well, of course you know the others like them. The the debonairs, the salachis, mm-hmm. all of the uh, family, big families up in the cotton strands. The Cotton Kings, so they call themselves. Those who are amenable to a change in rule, to fight, but who see it do not necessarily favor our interests. Factions within our within a faction, you know how it is. Of course, uh, she reaches down, folds it about four pages in, taps to a small note. Your own remuneration is included. Will Much be taken obliged. Care of. If it is likely that there will be some. Retaliation of some sort from the family. Nothing legally. We've sewn that up. You may wish to keep guards posted. Mm. You cannot allow this boy to die. Not yet. Not until the war has happened. Not until the war. No. And another thing to be aware of. Mm Someone has gone rogue. A halfling by the name of Millhill. She has been seen making her way down towards this region. I don't believe she's explicitly aware of the plan here, but if you see an opportunity to 
dispose of her. Do. Noted. We've already made some arrangements with the sheriff for a proper bounty to be placed. That should increase the interest. And what are what are your next steps once it's all signed? I head back north, return, keep an eye on the business. Mm. And more than that, you do not need to concern yourself with until we send further communications. All right. Thank you. Your assistance in these matters is definitely appreciated. And when the changes are done, we will look at ensuring that you have a place of your own. One other thing. Mm -hmm. We will be depending to some degree upon the income from these estates in order to fund the war. Ah. Try not to lose too much money, if you can. Mm-hmm. Very well. She closes the briefcase, pushes it over. Please, uh, Accept my condolences, says Standing. Devastated, I'm sure. Indeed. It's just a shame that Percival was not so willing to assist us in life. Hmm. She tips her head forward abruptly and turns, opens the door, leaves. And as she goes, the vision closes around. I would prefer you to play her when she comes out the other end because she is a currently plot-relevant NPC. Yep. And it's going to get weird if I play her. Hmm. Okay. I imagine, that you seems might have, I imagine you might have gone there anyway, but it just I feel like I'll say something that will fuck up what you're okay. doing. So You'll tell us a... everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, my plan. Well, my plan. All about my plan. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is a moment as the uh, uh, as as Celestia as the uh, uh, so Celestia looks into the eye, blinks, pause, eyes dart around, frowning. Hello. Are you all right there? You had a funny turn. Whoever you are. <laughs> There's a moment where her mouth opens. She. Almost like gurns a little bit. Seems to run her, her tongue along her teeth. There's a look of increasing alarm for looking down. You passed out. Do you feel okay? What the flying fuck is going on? Do you remember your name? Or the Yana! Date? Hank! Yana! Okay, um, silence. <laughs> he cast up silence. You well, see that complicates things. Opening her mouth, screaming. Uh, I mean, that, are child, we outside? Can we, get, can we be outside the bubble? Uh, yeah, you can you position it. You can position it so that yeah. uh, so, so that the bubble only covers her, and I guess also the sex dungeon bit. Um, yeah. 
you step outside the bubble. Uh, okay, I'm going to roll some perception checks. <laughs> Let's see whether or not that got heard. Um, Wouldn't be in her voice, weirdly. No, but it would... the wrong vocal cords. It would be... It's sort it's of... Still it's still Celestia but... kind of in her accent. It's weird. Mm. Uh, but they wouldn't recognise it as... Um, Marissa. Yeah. There is... Uh... Okay, yeah. There is, uh, there is no immediate response that you hear. I'm sorry, Scamp. We couldn't have that, could we? Uh, no, but this complicates things. Oh, it's, crap, you're right. Oh, It's someone who knows the place. Wait, who's... Okay, we should put her in the secret passage. In case anyone turns up. Uh, all right, all right. Um, is it possible to move the chair with Celestia on it through the secret passage? Yep. We shall do that. Yeah, Let's I mean, like... Just like in the cupboard. Um, like what do we do with things we don't like? We put them in the cupboards. <laughs> 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 Lock them away. Make, uh, make, make, uh, make a um, make a make an athletics check. Uh, I will help. Uh, yeah, so I guess make it with an advantage, and uh, Celestia will make one with disadvantage. Actually, yeah, could you make one? I use guess, your body. Yeah, it's my body, isn't it? So what? What is it? Uh, either athletics or actually no acrobatics because you could be trying to wriggle out of the ropes as well. Okay, I mean, I guess it's up to you what she yeah. used. So, so she used acrobatics. Twenty-six. Disadvantage. Yeah, disadvantage. Uh, that's not. I'm good. not terribly worried unless um, you got two natural twenties. Uh, Thirteen. Yeah, no, no. You. She struggles, but you uh, silently, but you manage to get her into the. Uh, it, 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 so you're both helping you get her into the passage where you close the door behind, her, and as you step out, you now hear the banging on the door. Like. Uh, what's up? Uh, uh, I heard shouting. I do declare. What's happening? <laughs> sort of. Hi, right. we played a funny trick on you. We don't need anything, thank you. R- roll the deception check. There's <laughs> <laughs> literally nothing I can do to help you with this. I'm sorry. Deception. That is a twenty-six. What? You don't deserve that higher number. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very pause. charismatic. Brief pause and then. <laughs> oh, you kids and your tricks! I do declare. Kids, <laughs> oh, I also declare. Yeah. Yeah. You hear? Um. You hear a muttered. <laughs> You declare children these days an ill man of Oh, that should not have worked. That's really good. 20 fucking six, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if it worked if it'd be much lower, but. <laughs> right. So glad you have a silent spell. Fucking hell. <laughs> so, do you want to spend the next 10 minutes waiting for. <laughs> a question, actually. Yes? If. I've got um, the sending stone on my hat, and Celestia has the uh, the one uh, in her bandana. Does that mm-hmm. uh, enable us to talk even within the silence? That sound. Uh, yeah, you oh, sub yeah, the case. Yeah, yeah, you actually will, hear it. Like it it's. Will, yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. Because so, yeah. we've like <laughs> we've heard it by like pressing our faces together to the same one before, so yeah. I feel like it must be sound. <laughs> That's how it worked when you were underground. Yeah, underwater, underwater, even. Okay. Um, there is. You don't hear any struggles or thrashing uh, coming from the. Uh, no, but I will go back and watch in case she gets out of the chair. That's a that's a valid point. Um, yeah. 
because uh, no, no, you made that decision soon enough. You don't get to make a, a check to escape. Fair. Uh, so she does try to escape a few times, but oh, you yeah. just hold her in place. Stop that! You fail to say. <laughs> I mime automatically because uh, you would. Yeah, it's just this wild-eyed, trapped woman. Until about ten minutes later, her eyes blink. And Celestia, you open your eyes to find yourself in the sex dungeon. What happened? How did we get down to here? Say, because there's a, like a few seconds before suddenly the sound returns. Corson will drop it. Yeah. Well, I assume that went badly for you two. It was um, well. It was somebody who knew this um, this place. They called out for the uh, the servants. Sorry, is it fucking Melissa or Marissa? My brain. Marissa. Marissa. Um, it's like it's halfway between Melissa and Marisha. Cool. Um, that doesn't help. It's just more words. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pretend otherwise. Um, Marissa. Yeah, I'm there. Uh, so it's fucking Marissa. Shit. Um, oh. she, what did you see? I relay this yeah, you relay in full. So yeah, dwarf. Uh, this whole thing is actually funding a war. So she's not just a dick. Uh, All right. Something Ooh. really big going on. So are the are the bad guys the good guys? Hey, the, sure. the, the bandits people... might be the good guys. I mean, not just the bandits, but also the people who legally probably should have had this house originally. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm still glad Michael's got it, don't get me wrong. But, like, yeah. I mean, we need to fuck with some paperwork, hugely. Yeah. We need yeah. Leah. Leah's good at this. Also, like, I don't I don't think we should explain... I, I, I just... I, I don't know how we explain this to anyone but I think we'll have a better time with Leah than we will trying to explain it to this poor Leah man whose life has just turned upside that, uh, down. How we could have possibly come by this information. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Michael, it's, it's a lot for a person to get their head round, you know? Does this mean we need to talk to the bandit? Is she actually going to be on our side and useful? I mean, possibly we could send her at some point, couldn't we? I'm sure that'll go down really well. Hi, Hello. it's the people who nearly killed you and made uh, you look like a bit of an idiot. Well, Sorry said, about that. Do you want to stop the war? <laughs> she said, well, no, um, start the war, really, because I think the war's a good thing. It's just that what a, this what, what one's funding the this? wrong side. What war, what war is happening now? My head hurts. What war are there's we a, on? There's, okay, there's a war about to start, isn't there, between people who want the land to be ruled by the people who live there uh-huh. against the people who just want taxes off it. Is that right? Hell. Is that what they were so angry about the tea for? I, I guess so, although... When... Mostly I was thinking about the samovars that we weren't going to sell and getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pretend otherwise. Really, really when she fair. was leaving she said, I'm not going back. That made me think she was a deserter, but... Yeah. Maybe... <sighs> Because maybe she was on the side that was fighting for... Wait, what colour coat did she have? Red. Or Syrian. Right, and what what did the people who were throwing the tea in the in the harbour have? Brown? Like, just assorted, assorted clothes. They, they, they were just... Like, they had... The only really unifying thing was the face masks. Okay, and was there, was there anyone... When, what were the uniform soldiers that weren't with them wearing? They were wearing red, the standard colour of yeah. the Assyrian army. Mm. Okay. 
So she's probably now with the people throwing tea in the river and was pre-harbour uh, and now, and used to be with the, Osirian. the bad guys? No pets? It's a little army. more complicated than good and bad, but yes. you get what I mean. Yes. Celestia's like. Celestia said we weren't getting involved. I wonder what this the the, the Haldanic connection is, though. If that is where this person seems to be from. Um, roll a history check. Celestia doesn't know this. Actually, you would. Would I? You have a good chance of this, so you can also roll one. Cool. Oh, did I roll one as well? Both of you can. Okay, right. And actually, Scamp can. Or you have a connection to dwarves in some way. Well, Gordon's just well traveled. Nine. To 20. 14. Okay, 14, 20. Um, more Celestia knows this scamp. You're vaguely aware of this. Uh, there are dwarves in Haldanos, frankly, is the short version of this. Uh, the dwarf, Because of the connection of the Underdark between Haldanos and Jova, uh, dwarves can be found on both sides. And historically, there are both dwarven kingdoms in the mountains of Jova and in several of the mountain ranges of Haldanos. Uh, legendarily, Haldanos is where dwarves first originated. Uh, That's not really what we're asking, though. We're asking uh, how is Haldanos involved. Well, the dwarf herself is Haldanic. Yes. But, well, I mean, that's literally, like, that's that's <laughs> all you, like, yeah, that's that's a conclusion you could draw is that she is a dwarf from Aldanos. How otherwise it's involved, you don't know, but, okay. yeah. <laughs> so she just sort of, like, thinks, like, I know dwarves, there's, there's a lot of dwarves in Haldanos. I don't know why she's right. here in particular. Yeah. But Haldanos, is is it in any way connected? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like, it's not like really your question. Yeah. It's not really a piece of helpful information, is it, in this <laughs> no. context? Shut up. I don't know anything. Stop looking uh, at me like I know things. <laughs> uh, um, this is a mess. It is a mess. And I don't know who, whose side are we on here. Do we mess. have a side? No. Look, if we're uh, going to be um, trying to do uh, our best to ensure that uh, Michael and Leah have the best possible um, chance of it they, they can have here. What are we going to uh, to do? Um, I mean, sort the fucking paperwork out for a start. I mean, right. there's that. Okay, so. But it's uh. more than that, though, because I mean, that's the like smoke for fucking potatoes, isn't it? When the war is eventually done, I don't think we're stopping a war at this point. Unless that is our plan, but let's say the war happens because we don't get overly involved. Fighting to preserve the the status quo. Okay, just, say the war happens. Maybe the war does need to happen. I mean, there's yeah. all sorts of shit going on, isn't there? And if this lot win, which is entirely possible, they are then just going to kill Michael. Yeah. They only want him alive while the war's going on. Because Maybe him should get out. I mean, he'd technically still own the house, but maybe maybe they should just go. I don't know. If I mean, honestly, just... it's, it's their decision. We just need to make sure they have all the facts, really, don't we? Yeah. If he did just up and disappear, that would um, throw a bit of a, a hammer into things, at least in the short term, because they wouldn't be able to actually have his authorization to do anything. Hmm. I mean, how long could they keep up the ruse that he was just here and reclusive? Mm. I think long enough for a war. Probably. 
Yeah, she could definitely just sign papers. She's seen him sign enough papers. Does he have a particularly complicated signature? No, it's three letters. Mm. Right. Like, I could Leave. do it, you know? Leaving you really could. Gonna... Yeah. Leaving will save them, but it doesn't solve the problem. No, it doesn't. And again, it's it's their call. Oh, we're very close to getting involved in a war we said we weren't going to get involved in. I don't want to be involved in a war. I just want to get really drunk somewhere. If what you say is true, though, um, the, you know, the, re- maybe, the whole... Maybe have a rebound fling or something. Like, I just... <laughs> that is not helpful. The whole reason that uh, they, they wanted um, uh, a bounty on Mill Hill was presumably because uh, she had some kind of connection to, uh, to this... Um, a Haldanic Dwarf imposed a threat. Well, if she's part of this rebel thing, that's quite a big load of people she's got. Well, I don't know, we just sent a also, mill hill yeah, and asked okay. her, excuse me, um, what are you doing in the war? We've definitely never met before and you should tell us everything. <laughs> I think she'll know it's us. Isn't that a thing that you know who sent it oh, to? Yeah. Also, I actually sent to her last time as well. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah so she no, genuinely. I've talked to her before. <laughs> oh. um, but maybe we should have a chat. Maybe we should. Maybe we genuinely should talk to her. This is a whole convoluted mess. I hate everything. Yeah. Everything is awful. Make it stop. <laughs> There's a small knock at the door. What? Uh, sorry, sorry, hello. I, I do declare. Would, would you like some cake? And, uh, do Is you that a thing to... that you should declare? Do you declare cake? In this case, yes. I, I, I declare cake. That, there is cake. That is the one thing I can agree right on now. with. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. Cake is very... Open. Always declare <laughs> cake. Yeah, no. Yenna is there with, 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 again, more of this jam sandwich cake, uh, sponge cake. That looks amazing. As yet unnamed. Yenna, uh, I'm so sorry for playing a funny joke on you earlier. <laughs> what? Well, that's... that's Where that's I screamed. Right. Oh, yeah, that one. They're a little tyke. We can't stop them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just leave this uh, cake here, and if you need anything else, uh, do tell me. Otherwise, uh... If there's anything I can do to help you relax, make sure to tell me. Thank you. Thank you very much. We will. Oh, such matters, I do declare. Have a love, lovely day. The bath is ready whenever you need it. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was it. I quite lost track of time. Right. Um... <sighs> what are we doing? After she leaves, Corson does not get into the bath, but sort of looks <laughs> at it longingly. <laughs> I've got this sort of, like, Bottom just headache behind my eye now. That wasn't there before. I know. <laughs> I just, it's like, I throbbing don't... just right here, you know? How do we fix this? Smashing it with a hammer multiple times won't do anything, will it? I don't know. <laughs> Smashing I think it's what, always exactly? Worth <laughs> oh. um, well, I can think of a certain half-leg that... No, that wouldn't help. <laughs> Maybe just like a little, little scream into a pillow. I don't know. 
There's one on the bed over there. Help yourself. Weird enough already. <laughs> Please don't do more screaming. I don't think I could apologise <laughs> to, to Yenna again. I mean, clearly you apologise well. She brought cake. Should we eat this whole cake? Right Unless now. Unless it's poisoned. Oh, fuck off. She wants some I mean, cake. <laughs> I can't think if it is, I've got you covered, don't worry. I'm, I'm taking a bite of the cake. It's happening. Celestia immediately kills up. No, no, it's, it's, it's lovely, cake. it's lovely moist cake. Corzin will also take a bite of the cake. <laughs> it's still lovely moist cake. <laughs> mm. Quite sugary. No constitution saves required. <laughs> this cake's very full of itself. It's almost like it's like victorious. No. I don't know why you'd say that about a cake, but okay. No, mm. and I don't know why I reacted so strongly <laughs> to it, but I, I just felt this deep loathing for every word you said. <laughs> in that moment. Me too, and I can't put my finger on why because it doesn't mean anything to us as people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those words were in no way significant. So why we all reacted like that? I I just say. don't know. I just feel like a strange echo from the future is like just like some strange laugh after effect of the of the, of the eye maybe who knows. <laughs> so, are you ready to take your long rest? And yes, yes but I'm going yes. to set an alarm. You set up an alarm across. Oh yeah, you you're all staying in the same room. Actually, no, you, your alarm can cover all three rooms. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like we should stay close. I feel like me and Scamp, like, probably share a lot because yeah. we're both so paranoid and we don't have Molly with us. Hmm. <laughs> so I feel like we're often hanging up hammocks in each other's rooms cool. and stuff. You, I picture that on the, the ship, like, all the time. You share a room. Corson, do you want your own room? Yeah, Corson will have his own room. Uh, okay, do you take the I room? I suspect there's a screen the for baths. Yeah, yeah, the, there like, is. Well, there's a bathroom. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. a separate yeah. bathroom. bathroom. Oh, I was picturing this like is a, a posh, bath in the room. This is a posh fucking house. Posh. Yeah. Um, the no. Uh, so, Corson, the important question is: Do you want the room with the with the sex dungeon access or not? <laughs> Asking the important questions here. Mm. There are actually well, two rooms that do not have sex dungeon access, but they are not next to each other, and thus would be harder to cover with an alarm. He will uh, take the room that is the easiest to cover with the alarm and with okay. the easiest access to the bath. That is actually the sex dungeon room. Huh. Right, fair enough. <laughs> you take you take the sex dungeon room, and now also have a legitimate excuse to inform Michael that there is a secret that there is both. A potential murder passage and also a sex dungeon. Yeah, he looks at the um, uh, the cabinet behind which it uh, lies as if he wishes it ill. <laughs> and as you take the opportunity to settle at last into your bath to polish off a whole cake, we're going to return after these no doubt important messages. And now a word from our friends over at the D&D Grandma and the family that games together. I think whatever aggravates me in real life, I can take it out in the game. There is no word that I can sufficiently find in the English language to describe the feeling of putting your world and your story out there and watching your family bring it to life. And I attribute it to 
of course, uh, my children, of course, to this game, and of course, to all the love that's on this table. That's a wonderful that we have for each answer. Other. Yes, and if you could see it, everybody is holding hands and hugging. I believe there's Kumbaya being sung faintly in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the D&D Grandma and the Family That Games Together, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast starring the D&D Grandma, her children, and her children-in-law. New episodes every Sunday on all your favorite podcatchers. Thank you, and keep on rolling. Hello, this is Serendadero in an advert. I am here to advertise Flintlocks and Fireballs. You should like, rate, share, subscribe, and support the Patreon of Flintlocks and Fireballs, because I am being paid gold to make you do it. Go do it, so I am paid more gold. And welcome back. After a few hours spent resting... Relaxing as much as you can. <laughs> Recovering. Oh, yeah. The shortly before uh, dinner, there is a knock on Celestia and Scamp's door. I open it. Hello. Leah looks in. You needed to speak with me. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's kind of got worse. Hello. Do you mind if I? Yeah. She steps in and closes the door behind. Is now okay for weird stuff? Is ever okay for weird stuff? No. Now is as good a time as any. Right. Um. Fuck. They going to? They're going to attack tonight. No, we're, we're no, no, no. Oh, that that well, was actually kind always. of. Okay, so the let's let's go from the beginning. Um, it's Marissa. Wait, she's working for Millhill. No, uh, no, worse. she's in charge of them. No, can't, just get your brain away from Millhill for a bit. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Like, we've we've just you know. So you know how it's been what eight hours? <laughs> yes, I know. Oh, true, yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, we were there when we started scrying. Uh, but nothing happened from the scry of when they were going to attack, so we didn't get anything. That doesn't mean that they're not going to, but... Right, so uh, you were saying. So, basically, she's fucked with the paperwork and she's made sure everybody isn't free. Her she did it when Michael was tired and had raised. signed lots and she just told him it said something it didn't actually say. I mean, they're I technically free, but not. Yeah, I explained the ins and outs True. of that. You take, you take a, like two or three minutes to work it through. Leah pauses, sort of, sort of does that thing where you kind of like point your finger in the air a bit when you're thinking through a few things. We thought you might actually be a lot better with it than we would. <sighs> she pinches the bridge of her nose. It has the same smell and f and colour as indenturing, yes. Uh, it's an old Joven practice where uh, landlords would um, get their tenants into debt and make the uh, and make the requirements to pay the debt strenuous enough that there was no way to repay them, so they'd be forced to stay 
working the land and then the debt would transfer to their children and so on and so forth. Mm. It's an it's an old exploit being done in a new way. What yeah. innovators these people are. <sighs> okay. Uh, not done yet, I'm afraid. There's more. Yes. So... She's, uh, she got Michael the house. I don't know how she wrangled it, but she got him the house because what? it was too suspicious for it to be her, basically. Um, she doesn't want the house, I don't think. I think she wants her own place. But basically, there are dwarves working with her who want to use the money to fund the war. I feel like this. I feel like the explanation goes on about Starts this speed to get more, yeah. for like ten minutes, and eventually we get through the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably easier. Yeah, than she eventually like, starts. <laughs> it's like there's a, by this point, Leah sat down on the bed and is just massaging her temples. You've got like a headache behind your eye because like I still yes. have. Yeah, we've got. Yes. We've all got that one. It's like specifically right here behind mm, my eyebrow. Yeah, just, you know? just, just there at the at the arch of your eye socket. Yeah. Are you okay? That's a stupid, that stupid is, question. Yeah, a little bit, but thank you for asking. Ooh. I think I can get you some tea, a drink, coffee. My small sword. <laughs> For Marissa. I adore doesn't you. I don't feel, say it often enough. Doesn't <laughs> quite feel like the right way to sort it. Oh, it would be satisfying though, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd be really good. I don't really know how we explain this to Michael because he doesn't know that we can look into the past and I feel like that's a lot to put on a person who's just had just- this much happen. You should Why just would he look through the just... paperwork. You, if you look through the paperwork because you're curious as to what's going on, that's normal, and you should be able yes. to see this just by looking. Hmm. I mean, he knows you're good with this stuff. Okay. Um, the paperwork would have been submitted to the lawyers, but it's possible that I doubt it would be Michael's study, but if Marissa kept a copy, we could use that. As, I, could, I could take Michael through it, mm. explain it to him. Okay, where would Marissa keep it? Oh shit, um, <laughs> sorry, I started thinking about hidden things in the house and I realised there's a third thing. Oh, yeah. Cuts um, to Corzin. <laughs> Corzin, meanwhile, in Michael's study, <laughs> you're, you're telling me there's what? There is apparently a secret chamber between the one I was staying in and the master bedroom, which has a number of um, intimate items in it. I'm absolutely not one to judge, bastard. but I didn't imagine you'd actually know. But you ought to know, because if... If your life is in danger, that and it's in danger by the people why who... he wanted all of why he always insisted that all those young giggly women who came to visit stayed in that specific room. Oh right, yes. And I did find it was odd how how eager they were to get uh, to, to go to sleep so early. 
Corzin wow. sort of takes his uh, hat off for a moment um, and says, well, look. <laughs> like he's um, in a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully taking his hat off. As it's, no, it's so he can wipe his brow a little. And, <laughs> and then uh, he'll... Did you with that solemn face? He <laughs> <laughs> uh, said, look. Um, Sorry, yes, you were saying assassins. Yes, it is an ideal place for an assassin to hide, um, especially if it was uh, somewhere that you didn't know about. Ah, shit. All right, well, I'll tell Marissa to put something in there to stop it. Uh, Would it be perhaps um, uh, more uh, appropriate if you you got uh, someone else to? Like... I don't. I do not mean to cast aspersions on on, um, on any of your staff, but if, no, no, you're if right. she what worked if, here beforehand and she didn't tell you, right? No, you're right. You're right. I mean, am I a joiner or am I a joiner? I can just build in a. I can sit on my ass too much. I should just. I can just do it myself. We've got the wood. We've got nails. I can just build a barricade in there. Block it off. All right. Um. All right, I'll make a job for that. For that tonight or tomorrow morning right if uh thank you for telling me that, no no way. it's it's fine but i i you you understand why i uh i wanted to be discreet about this no no well i'm, I'm glad you picked the center room <laughs> can you imagine could you imagine if scamp had found that i'd rather not they're what 12 14, but it really doesn't make m- much of a difference at this point. No, um, no, you're right, you're right. Yes, quite. Also, uh, would have been, I mean, even best case scenario, if another um, uh, guest had found it and asked you about it, it would have oh, been a rather no, awkward that conversation. Would have been embarrassing. No, you're quite right. Um, well, thank you very much, I'll... No, you're welcome. Like, we've... I've got a... a, a... Thank you. I've got to make my way through all of these gestures to this pile of papers. Who would have known that there are so many bloody papers to deal with when, when, when you inherited a, inherited a mansion? Uh, like, it feels all... like all I'm. Ha- it feels like all I do these days is sign things. Uh, bureaucracy is a terrible uh, thing. Yeah. Well, but... it's about an hour till dinner, so um, I'll see you then. All right, you are. Thank you. Turns um, and you see him, and you kind of see him wince it, peering at the words and murmuring to himself. Does not the words keep bloody moving around the page? Okay, Corson is going to just quickly have a glance down at the uh, the pages he's working on. Um, roll an intelligence check just to try and glean the subject matter okay. from. Uh, that's oh no, that's an eight. You see the word. Like you kind of make out the word tenancy, but the rest of it is quite complex legalese. Corson is going to make his way out and um, back to uh, Celestia and Scamps from knocking on the door. You get back up at about the point where um, where Leah's now put together everything. Yeah, so there's a sex dungeon as well, that's a thing. <laughs> uh, I just had that conversation. He took it surprisingly well. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad uh, I don't need to tell him. 
Yes, no one else uh, is far It's a good aware. thing you picked that central room, uh, cause and imagine if... Sorry, it's a good thing you picked that central room, cause and imagine if Scamp had been the one to find it. Yeah, imagine that. Yes, that would be terrible. Yes, it was a it was an absolutely fortuitous thing. Now, um, I think he plans to just block it off, and I did mention that uh, it might be a good idea to um, uh, not to mention this to Marissa or anyone else no. about the house. But that does raise a slight uh, question: if Marissa has um, lived and worked here for a long time, she didn't tell him about that. Of course, she fucking didn't. Well, I mean, she doesn't. She doesn't want him dead for a long time, but I imagine eventually she might. You know. Yes. Yeah. Also, so, secret passages to listen to stuff. You know, it's useful, isn't it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But he is aware of that now. Yeah. And aware that she didn't tell him. He said he's a woodworker, didn't he? Yes. yes. Oh, he'll probably make a decent job of covering it up then. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's something at least. So, yeah, we've got to find these papers and stage you looking through them. He's working on them right now. Or something like it. Do we know that they're the papers? Uh, I didn't get a good look at them. I didn't get a good look at them, but I did uh, see that there was the word tenancy on one of them. I mean, Leah, you could offer to help him with the papers. I could. I could. I don't want to make any assumptions, but he he didn't look like he was having the best time with letters in the vision, so I assume that you could be helpful. I taught him uh, to write during the time we were travelling together. He, uh, he's a joiner. I didn't really grow up in it. It's not exactly a lettered profession. Fair enough, not everybody Um, does. But uh, we didn't get that far, and he always said there was... And it was, it was a bit harder for him than most. He said the, he kind of look at pages and there'd be, it's like he'd see all the white bits between the letters. Ah. That sounds difficult. I, I imagine it is. Hmm. But, you know, it just takes him a while to get through things, but sometimes he loses patience. Oh, well, I mean, if he knows that you know that, you offering to help is actually pretty normal. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you should go down now. I will. Um, Meet your dinner. Yes, we've got about an hour till dinner. Uh, Obviously, just come back up if you need any help. Of course, she heads downstairs. Is there anything you wish to do in the hour before dinner? <sighs> Ruminate. <laughs> no. <laughs> do we want to try and steal some papers of our mm. own? Uh, Is tempting, it worth the isn't risk? It? I mean, I will say that Corzin, when you went down to Michael's study, you did notice there was a second, clo- smaller closed door next to it, and this matches the description from the room layout of where of where Marissa's little office was in the vision. That might not be a bad idea. Do you? Mm, we'd have to get past him and Leah, though. That. That oh, they're in a sec- They're in a room right next to it. You don't access it through the. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not like an ensuite. Okay. <laughs> it's not like an ensuite, no. <laughs> which is how I'd pictured it. Yeah, yeah. The way that you said it as well. An ensuite yeah. study. No, I pictured <laughs> yeah. two rooms next to each other. Yeah, two rooms next to each other. No, I pictured like a like a big study. <laughs> like yeah, a little like, one. Like, like an ensuite. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's exactly studies. what I pictured. <laughs> uh, I will say that there... The, uh, just, I'm going to add in a little feature. I will say that there is like a little grill between the two which can be pulled back. Uh, so like, you know how... You know how in... Um, you know how in, in, in Disenchanted, uh, the vizier has like Miss Moonpenny yeah. pulling inside <laughs> that little grill. It's like one of those, they can pull a little grill in, call into the person in the next study and close the grill. That's mm. fun. Okay. Scamp, can you make yourself invisible? Or one of us? Um, only for a minute. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I have to get her out. If we knew what out. we were looking for, that would... That might be enough, but... Uh. You might be looking for a lot of papers. Hmm. Well, we could have a chat with her. We could pretend we need to chat with her about potentially taking out these bandits. And then one of us sneak in. That's not unreasonable. Mm. All right. I'm not good at sneaking, but I am good at pretending to talk about things. <laughs> so... All right. I might be better on the talking end. All right. Yeah, if, I'm uh, quite good at sneaking, but I'm not good at finding things. Uh, maybe I should talk to her and the pair of you should go in. I've got it. I've got it. What? Right. Um, this house isn't sanctumed. If we, um, if we know, broadly speaking, the object that we're looking for, I should be able to um, uh, give you at least a vague direction of it. Hmm. Oh, I'm going to double check the idea. locate object mm-hmm. spell just to make sure I have this right. As will I. Describe an object that's familiar to you, sense of direction uh, to the ob- object's location, as long as the object is within a thousand feet of you. Um, if the object is in motion, you know its direction and movement. Um, and you're able to spot a specific object if you know the specific object you're after, aren't you? Yes. Okay, then yes, you can you can use locate uh, object. Right. All right. This is uh, I think how this uh, this is gonna have to work. If I um, if I do that now, I can get a uh, fix on where it is. Then uh, Celestia, if you go down uh, and try and I mean I can go down with you even. Um, we can uh, try and speak with Marissa. In the meantime, Scamp, you go into the uh, the place, invisible, grab it, and get the hell Why out of there. Why don't I make you invisible? That surely would be better. Because you don't Might make be. any sound when you move. That's You're true. invisible and you don't make sound. Odds of them see- spotting you very Also, slim. Scamp's a bit better at lying than you, so that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? That's a good point. All right. And if you, you can concentrate on your thing... Yeah, let's do that. That makes right. way more sense. Yeah, that's the duration up to ten minutes, so yeah, fine. <laughs> so you So tell me tell me what you do first. Is um I do declare around, what's her name? <laughs> uh peering out uh, opening the door, peering down you can see uh, you can hear the sound of humming matching Yenna's voice uh, from the kitchens. I'm gonna go to Yenna. Okay. Um, uh, you, as you call out uh Yenna, you hear hmm? Oh well I do declare. She, you, you, you see, her comes out with it. A uh, little bit of how surprising. A l- little bit uh, wearing some uh, oven mittens and an apron. Should be just under an hour until uh, dinner, Miss uh, uh, Celestia, wasn't it? Yes, that's it, darling. <laughs> um, you couldn't tell Marissa to pop up to my room, could you? I could do with a chat with her, and I 
bit, bit of a quiet one. Well, of uh, course I, I, I can. I about the bandit. I quite understand. Oh, she uh, puts down the... Uh, Go uh, listen uh, at the door if you want. <laughs> she quickly moves onwards. <laughs> and a short while later, you see her return to the kitchens and Marissa... Uh, in the, you hear the sound of a door unlocking. Yeah, I go back up to my room. Locking, uh, and someone uh, and Marissa. Oh, so in which case you don't hear that, but not surprising. The door knocks and opens. Hello, come in if you Hello. would. Hello, of course. She steps in. How... Sorry, a bit paranoid. Never know if there are spies for anyone these days. Honestly, sounds like an interesting life you lead. Yes, it is a bit. So, these bandits. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you knew anything helpful. You know the area a bit better than us. You've been around for a bit longer. Well, You've been around for longer than Michael and Leah have as well. I mean... What sort of uh, assistance are you looking for? Well, for a start, I wanted to talk through if you could spare any people. Um... Wanted to talk through if you have any ideas of where her hideout might be, any information about it, anything you know. We know nothing. We've met her on the road. Well, all right. Um, in terms of in terms of uh, actual uh, people we can spare, you understand there is a limit. Uh, I that I cannot spare anyone from the perimeter guard. Oh, of course. I mean, if it's nothing, that's okay. Just information, you know. At most, perhaps someone as a guide, but that would be helpful. One of the uh, one of the farm workers may know something. Uh, as for hideouts, that's that's a difficult thought. Most of the area for miles around is prairie, mm-hmm. to some description or another. Uh, Perhaps if you had any thoughts about the kind of place that you would hide uh, a large group of people? I mean, she hit them all in a big illusion for a short time. Hmm. But they must be living somewhere. Any kind of, I don't know, old clapped out buildings, any caves, any, I don't know. Caves? Well, we're not really... Woods or hill country. There are a few copses of wood. Snaps her fingers. There is the old uh, Sandhauser quarry. Quarry would be a pretty ideal place to hide a gang, wouldn't it? Mm. Sandhauser, was that? Mm-hmm. What direction is that in? Do you think you could draw it on a map for me? Sure thing. I think I have one in my office of the local area, if you want me to get it. Oh, we'll do that later. Let's do that at the end. Save moving you. Fair enough. Um, I'd say uh, north-northeast of here, uh, about hmm, nine miles. Hmm. And, um... Do you know anything about what actually happened with her in terms of the army? I'm just going to keep asking her really, really in-depth questions for this whole time. Like, should we? Just, I give feel like this is going to get a, dull. So. You are. Uh, it's working, but give me a persuasion check to see how long you can keep her attention for. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an 18. Okay. It persists for some time. Meanwhile, 
<laughs> yeah. You, Just the like pair of you, any in-depth yeah, questions. The pair of you hear Celestia's door closed. Right, game on. Right, um, right. Keep an eye out for anyone coming, and I'll try and get this door open. Okay, so the pair right. of you go down, uh, step out onto the landing, uh, and are you going to head down visibly or invisibly towards the stairs? Uh, stealthily, but not stealthily, but invisibly. Cause... Stealth checks from both of you, please. Right. Okay. 25, 20, I think. 24. Okay. Nice. You can't even see each other. Quickly and quietly <laughs> step down. There's a brief moment where the door opens and uh, Hank, uh, the orc, uh, comes in uh, and you both slip behind the stairs for a moment. He goes, walks straight uh, past, uh, seems to be carrying a... a Carrying a couple of uh, plucked, uh, yeah, a couple of plucked uh, chickens. Uh, yeah, no. Where do you want these? Oh, I do declare they are not going to. That's not going to be ready in time for dinner. If you could just put those into the into the uh, larder for me. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. You slip out while he walks past into the uh, kitchens and out towards the pair of study doors. You can hear the muffled sound of Leah and Michael talking from within uh, one of the doors. The larger, more impressive door. Okay. Um, right, keep an eye out for anyone. I'm going to look for traps. Right, we'll do. Roll an investigation check. <laughs> do you want me to roll a perception? Or is that not necessary? Um... Scamp is the one investigating, but actually no, yeah, give me a perception check. Yes, because you're keeping watch. You're lookout. Natural one, but lucky. It's not great, but let's say thirteen. You can kind of peer outside through a nearby window, like pulling the curtains a little bit, keeping an eye on the outside. No one seems to be approaching the house. Keep an ear out. For the moment, you seem undisturbed. Scamp, roll an investigation check. Right. Uh, I'm going to tide this because I feel okay. like I need to. Uh, nine. <laughs> nine. Okay. You do not discover any traps. Okay, well, I can't see anything, but you never know. So, if you could be ready with a silence just in case, because I've seen this go bad so many times. All right, and we he, know uh, this is not my strong point. He gives a nod to the uh, ambivalent octopus. Ambivalent octopus readies, curls, and sort of shrugs a little. Oh, have you done the object thing? Is no, it worth checking before we open a door? That's exactly what he's about to do now. and Because I don't think Corzin has actually um, cast this spell before. I'm going to uh, take a moment he to describe it. Multiple times. You've, you've cast it a few times. You cast it back in the uh, back uh, in the palace at Saul. Oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. very true. You can still describe it for fun, though. Okay. Well, <laughs> I do um, all the time. It's definitely allowed. Just having got the card now, I now notice that the one of the um, uh, material components for this is a forked twig. So I imagine what he's doing is he's taking out the uh, the forked twig and the um, the shoal of fish spirit sort of um, 
cluster around it, and then shoot off in the direction of the object, sort of leading they, him yeah, along a line. They form just like a little shoal, and one at a time, like tiny little minnows, uh, stream in the direction of the office you are right in front of. Right, looks like we've right. got a, we're on to a winner. Okay, I will try to unlock this door. Give me a uh, Thieves' Tools check. 18. Okay. You feel the of you managing to force the lock. Okay, it's unlocked. Um, I'm going to stay here and keep watch. Thanks. Um... And you could be invisible, because why not? Thank <laughs> you. Cast invisibility. Boop. Greater invisibility. Okay. Gorzen, okay. you're invisible. What do you right. do? Right. I am going to open the door slowly and um, see where the, the line of fish spirits is leading me. I would like you to make a dexterity check, please. Dexterity check, okay. Alright, that is a 14. If it's just sure. a check. It is just a check. And okay. It wasn't quite high enough. Damn you open the door slowly, oh, but not quite slowly enough. Say thing. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the, I uh, can't see him. <laughs> I can't see him. He's invisible. Uh, but it's enough that the tiny, that the actually not that tiny bell on the inside of the door gives a ding, 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 ding it. as you pull it open. Upstairs, though you here as well, Celestia, just a faint ding ding. Marissa tilts her to the side. Do excuse me a moment. Let me get that map for you. Uh, sorry, that was me. I kicked the xylophone. Roll the deception. Fuck it. Check. <laughs> oh, that is good, though. Um, it's not terrible. 18. It's a brief pause for a moment. Nevertheless, I'm just going to... I won't be a moment. You can come with me if you like. Um, you should probably stay here. We've got a lot to talk about. Charm person. Okay. I'm going to get in trouble for this later, but fuck it. Yeah, oh, we could have been. He's invisible, never mind. Okay, there's a brief moment of... uh, Well, since it is you. Thank you. She calms down a little bit. Down below, you hear the bell ding. And then from the next room over, just a momentary. Wait a minute. Did you hear that? Um, I wouldn't. I'm not sure it's anything. You sure? Because I could have sworn I just heard a bell go off. No, 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 it's fine. Maybe I should just go outside and chat. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna start making small bell noises with thaumaturgy and playing with Jeffrey like it's a game and we're just in the corridor. Playing. Okay, yeah. Oh, Michael pulls open the door. Uh, oh, scam! Did we disturb you? Uh, no, Jeffrey's right. favorite game, <laughs> isn't it, Jeffrey? <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey does a little dance. <laughs> So fucking weird. Michael is looking a little stressed. Goes right, of course, um, kids. Uh, if you could 
if you wouldn't mind uh, not playing just outside of the outside of the uh, study, we're, we're trying to do some uh, go through some papers in here. I'm sorry, we'll go anywhere else. Thanks. Gives you a little <laughs> thumbs up and closes the door. Well, which time? How's Leah looking? I just like what? Leah behind him is just like gets like like slightly wide eyes, slightly staring daggers um, <laughs> at Scamp, and then immediately assumes a calm expression as he turns around. I also realised that with that ruse, I could possibly have got away with letting her go, but you know, I've charmed her now. It's happened. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah never mind. <laughs> I was out of ways to make her stay, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're in so much trouble in an hour. Oh, so much trouble. It's, all right, it's less than an hour till dinner. Oh, God. <laughs> Halfway through dinner, she's going to be like. <gasps> okay, so, Corzin, you slip into a slightly narrow office with a, with a desk with several drawers. The street, the fish stream towards the third drawer down. I make a beeline to it and open it. Okay, you pull it. <laughs> Locked. All right. Um, is it the sort of like um, uh, desk uh, that would have like a, a key that you keep in your pocket? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna very quickly look around, but I'm fairly certain it won't be here. Give me an investigation check. Yeah. You never know. All right. That's. Um, uh, that's an 18. Sadly, uh, Marissa does not leave the key to her most valuable documents under the plant pot. No, obviously <laughs> not. All right. Um, is Scamp still within my uh, line of sight? Uh, I haven't actually gone anywhere. Scamp is just I'm outside just the door. Make, I'm yeah, not making yeah, noises. Yeah. Yeah. Scamp <laughs> has just stopped making dancing noises. I'm going to message Scamp using my um, uh, sending stone. Scamp, there's another locked drawer here. Coming. I'll keep an eye out. Okay, Scamp, what do you do? Um, I'm going to sneak into the room. So... No, we never actually established that the door was closed. So you slip no, I in did not the, close the yep, door so after you slip me. in through the already open Which door without without ringing the... I was just thinking whether or not the door closed after causing or not. Mm. It didn't... No, never said it did. No, but so I'm saying if he's invisible, it doesn't need doesn't to close matter. the door. Yeah. So yeah. Scamp, you slip in as well. Uh, slightly bumping up against Corson at one point. Oh. Uh, Sorry. Uh, you kind of look down... Brief moment where causing you're kind of pointing to the to the uh, to the uh, to the drawer. Which one is it? It's the third one down. Oh, okay. Okay. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna try to check for traps. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a natural twenty. Excellent. <laughs> and a well placed one. Oh no. Circle. Just a beautifully made little silvery band with actually flecked with slightly different colors of silver is around the lock and you can just make out the the shape and markings of uh something not unlike the 
glyph that was enchanted into Celestia's codpiece. Hmm. Hey. <laughs> you say it was. I haven't used it yet. It was yeah. enchanted into it. This is true. <laughs> okay. Um, how do I get rid of this? Um, is there a way of disabling it that I know of? Or contempt? <sighs> you could make an arcana check. I will do that. Seven. No, eight. Eight. <laughs> well, it wasn't enough for a complete flub, so that's enough for you to know that without an ability, to, without just dispelling magic, which would be the easiest one, you can't spot an obvious weakness in the enchantment. But you would guess that... Uh, you, you you know enough to guess that there's probably some sort of trigger to make it not go off when this is opened by the correct person. Uh, well, I have no way of getting rid of this. It appeared the ring is set just around the little circular locking mechanism. Wait a moment, is the rest of the box or the drawer, like, secured in any way? Like the side of the ch the uh, cabinet? Could I just put a hole in this cabinet? Conceivably. Would that, wouldn't set, would that set it off? With the with an 8 and Arcana? You don't know. Does the drawer above it have a um? It uh, does a not. It? Uh, sorry, uh, does the drawer above it have a lock? Ooh. Uh, the drawer above it does. The drawer below does, but the drawer above that does not. Right. Um. So the the top drawer, the first drawer down, is without is sans lock, and the three below it are locked. Well, what I was thinking is if we, uh, Scamp, if you can um, uh, pick the lock above it, we'll just take the whole drawer out and reach in. It will have a top to it. Hmm. We'll still have to go through the wood. I, better than going through whatever that trap is. How about we push the desk forward and go through the back? Alright. If we're cutting through wood, we might as well just do it once rather than not worry about more locks. Alright, um, he's going to start trying to move have, the... Maybe we cast silence before we do anything heavy and moving. Yep, he <laughs> will do that. through her fucking okay. desk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You silence the area around you. The, the, <coughs> the little stream of fish cease as your concentration changes. And the little stream act and the fish actually swirl around and halt in the air, freezing sound. Okay. Um... I gesture that I'm going to stand at the door and watch for people coming. Right, okay. Because we now can't hear them. Yeah. Although the good news is you can now close the door without um, uh, with, w without the bell ringing. I, I will, will assume that you have centred this in such a way that this, uh, the silence does not extend into Michael's office. Yeah, yes. I will I mind to say, scamp suggesting so that they weird. do that so they close the door. Yeah. Okay. And then Corzin's going to uh, open his medical kit and take out, I assume, his bone saw and start trying to <laughs> yeah. saw through you the back have of the... you a sore on you. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Try and saw through the back. So this is, um, I suppose this is a carpentry check. Uh, let's call this a wisdom check because you're okay. not trained in carpentry. 
Arguably sailoring, but no, you're right. <laughs> See, uh, you're, it's more focused around tying knots and so on. You weren't the ship's joiner, so... No, true. Okay, so wisdom. Okay, that is an 11. <laughs> it's honestly kind of a botched job. Um, you, you get the back off... Doesn't have to be pretty, Scamp can mend it afterwards. Uh, and you get the whole back off. The drawers, like, so several contents of drawers fall out, and there is a silent but potentially deadly moment when a flash of light appears on the opposite side. Huh? Going towards whoever might be trying to open the door from the front. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the thing from the front. Uh. But you are positioned directly behind it. Yeah, so it does Flashbang. still go off, but it goes the other way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, Marissa's chair now has several smoking holes in it. Whoops. <laughs> uh, but so having quite roughly managed to saw the back of this off, you are able to retrieve the entire contents of the third drawdown. Right, I and do if so. You wish, there is also a small purse. Um, uh, there is also a small purse, a uh, little uh, sealed tin, uh, as of a tobacco tin, mm. uh, and a uh, bottle uh, of uh, Orcus Exo brandy. <laughs> I'm going to have a look in the tin, but if it just contains tobacco, I'm going to leave it. Okay, you pull open the top, it appears to be full of tobacco. Right, I leave it. I'll just take the documents and go. Okay, you replace the tin lid, yep. put it back uh, in. I gesture to uh, Scamp to um, uh, to do what they can with the uh, the back of the... <laughs> Scamp, you look in and just like see the absolute mess. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, weirdly, you're going to need to spend a minute and you can't cast a spell with vocal components inside silence, kind of muttering and gesturing outside the, in in the little bump in the little atrium bit if you want to fix this um it's a i've only got it as a ritual spell don't i so yeah it's 11 so minutes yeah so oh, no that's 11 no. minutes i'm not yeah. spending 11 minutes fixing her desk <laughs> well, when you fried so her chair okay, you fine, fried fine. her chair i don't think the desk's the issue all right fine um right <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we fucked up here, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, you are now standing. You step out of the room. You've got the documents. Okay, um, putting the... Uh, well, yeah, I, I would at least put it back against the uh, the wall so it's not <laughs> obvious. <laughs> quickly put the I feel like it's like leaving the... like, soot smears along the floor. <laughs> yeah, you're just like... You, you, you drag, silently drag the desk back. There's like there's like marks on the flooring now as well from when you dragged oh, the desk. It is very uh. obvious that some tampering has gone on here. <laughs> but you do um, you do replace it and you close the door behind you. Again, the bell silently jangling. Alright. Well, that could have gone better, but we've got it. Um. <laughs> right. We're in so much trouble. Celestia's gonna be so mad we did something this daft. <laughs> let's let's get out of here. 
I mean, actually, odds are she's done something just as daft, but probably fine. Meanwhile, <laughs> so, uh, no, I mean, in terms of traps, the best we could do, really do, is the bear traps. That's fine. Um, is she into any kind of traps? Any particular tactic she's used uh, before? Well, you said something about, uh, I, uh, like... Uh, sorry, I understand. I was talking to Oswald, and he said something about them coming out of a rock. Talking to Oswald. Was Oswald talking to you? Uh, Does he like forget so, the stakes for a second? <laughs> so to speak, yes. It's amazing, isn't it? Huh. Anyway, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just asking like weird questions about. Yeah, his personality you, I think it's about point, this point that like, you kind of like. Run out of the. St- you're running out of steam, even for a person who is charmed. I fire a message in the general direction of Scam. Scam, are you done yet? I just. I'm running out of shit to say. Help. Also, I've done something stupid, and we're in trouble. <laughs> um. <laughs> we're in a lot of trouble, but yeah, we've got the things. Double trouble. Really? Oh shit. Where should I? S- hmm. Are you alright? You seem okay? to be staring into the middle of distance. Sorry, I've got a bit of a headache. I can only apologise. Um, I message again. <laughs> can I send her back to her study now? No, it's on fire. Do... It's on fire? With... Oh, shit. Um, no, it's right. smoking. Your, your sorry, eyes just sorry. sort of widened. I was exaggerating, sorry. Sorry, I am... Um... I got a sending from my friends... They're all the way on the other side. <laughs> I'm on sorry, this is Ellie laughing. Other the other side, side of the uh, the grounds. And there's something really urgent you need to go over there for. They didn't say details, but they sounded really worried. <laughs> She's charmed, but still... So, Which is why this is not with disadvantage. But roll the deception oh, check. it's a load of shit, it really is. Natural 20, fuck you! <laughs> on the... Other side of the grounds. Did they say where? Um, which bit looks like it's the biggest out of the window? <laughs> Go on, Zach. I mean, there's just fields. Mm. That way. That bit You're... over there. I suppose if one of the. Wait, you're saying that? What? Did they? Did they mention one of the groundskeepers? Yeah, I think they were having some trouble. They were asking for you. Shit. All right. Um, do what you can to keep Michael and uh, Mrs. Leardon safe. Absolutely. I need to... Damn it. I need to get something. She starts to leave. The groundskeeper's in real trouble. You've got to go. Fuck. Um, I could get it for you if you want. No, no. It, it's just... Just a little protection. I've got a got a gun in my uh, uh, in my office. Here you go. Use mine. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. <laughs> oh God! Now she's steps, armed. Steps out and uh, uh, and and you see Marissa hurry down the stairs and out the front door. Oh fucking hell! Ah, right, I get downstairs to find them. You look down and see. Just on the way there, message to Leah. Leah, we're in trouble. We're in so much trouble. We're in so much trouble in an hour and maybe sooner. (laughs) 
Oh, it's been like ten minutes. Sawing that desk took time. In which, <laughs> during which time, Corson became visible again. We're in so much trouble in fifty minutes, and maybe sooner. Right. Okay. I'm talking things over with Michael, but if you have, if you have something, I could use that. I think they do. Should we come in? Please do. This would be the Yeah, if I have the documents. Yeah, you, the door opened. Ah. Right. Hello. 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 We can leave you to it if you like, but uh, we don't suddenly don't have a lot of time, and it might just be better to start being open about things uh, and just help each other out with however we deal with this mess. <coughs> Sorry. Wh- <coughs> Sorry. What's going on, um, darling? Um, we need to. <laughs> There's a brief moment where she, where as Leah says, "Darling," she's like, doesn't quite know who she's referring to, then seems to focus on Michael. Michael, I mean, you, you, I was saying how I needed to go over those numbers with you. Yeah, with the uh, tenancy agreement. I come in and shut the door behind us. Yeah. Right. Um, I need to talk you through some of this. This might take, this is going to take a little while. Right. Well, I guess we'd best begin. At which point, of course, hand over the the documents in question. I think you might want to have a closer look at these. Leo quickly flicks through them. Oh, what can I, I just need to scan, skim them first. It's okay. Skims through them. Closes them up. Okay. Let's stop. I'm going to need to lead you through this. This is going to take a bit of time. And over the next ten minutes, Leah, with the... God. With the skill and practice of someone who was raised by bankers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is one yeah. of her superpowers. <laughs> begins breaking down uh, in quite simplistic, uh, simple terms... Uh, easy to understand the way that the uh, that the agreements have been structured. The exact details when it, it, it you begin you realize were actually deliberately left out of the of the latter tenancy agreements that uh, Michael was signing off on ah. the main stacks. It was these uh, because they all refer to a core document, this core document, mm. the primary agreement. As oh. Leah, Leah begins, uh, the numbers just seem like numbers at first. They don't necessarily seem particularly scary. There's a vague sense of them being high in some cases, but not that high, until Leah begins to break down how these numbers add together, how there are actually hidden costs set throughout the whole thing, and what seems at first to be a very reasonable arrangement soon becomes a penurious cycle of debt. She talks about how unscrupulous uh, bankers uh, that she has known, sometimes known well, would use (laughs) practices exactly like this. And in truth, this whole thing has the smell of, uh, has the smell of enough, of of, of a sort of criminally genius accountant about how it was organized. But by the end of it, Michael dryly swallows his throat. So you mean, you mean to tell me 
You mean to tell me that without without so much as a fucking whip or a chain, she would have she would have bound us all up in ink. It's what you say. That's the short of it, yes. At this point you hear the door open. Right. There is, behind Michael, on the wall, uh, what can only be described uh, on a on a little on a little um, on a, on a little trophy. It's like stand. Uh, what can only be described as an elephant gun. <laughs> and as you see, his eyes begin to just just go red. He reaches up behind him. <coughs> Don't know if Percy ever used this fucking thing. <coughs> uh, actually, doesn't uncork at the back. This is not a breech-loaded weapon. Uh, pump that uh, looks to you, Corzin. He you got wordlessly hands him a charge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll probably be several for an ele- yeah. elephant gun. It's it's one of your. Just take the liberty of, your... of cleaning it out yep. with precipitation if it's a bit old. Yeah, just yeah. Some some dust Very comes good out idea. the end. Mm. The um, it's actually it's it's designed to fit one of your blunderbuss slugs. Happily, <laughs> that down with a bit of of powder, and kicking the door open. Mar- you see Marissa in the hallway. Ah, uh, so Michael, uh, sir. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, Michael, uh, sir. Uh, why, why do you have... Marissa! <laughs> you would have put paper chains around everyone on this fucking farm. He raised the... Uh, uh, raises, levels the uh, the elephant gun at her. You would have... You would have made me a fucking slaver. Now, sir, she says, reaching behind her back, this is, there's no time to panic. Looks around, sees the, all of you stand, kind of standing behind him. This is not, I realize that you may have, she see, she looks forward, you didn't see, she, the, the, because the, because um, you picked the lock, the door has actually swung open while you've been busy. So she looks like, closed sees, it, but yeah. No, no, you closed it, but just like the lock, like the locking mechanism failed. It's just gently ah, swung right. open in the time in which you've been away. And she can see the ruin of her desk, starts putting things together. You should probably come clean, darling. It's not even worth trying at this point. She's still charmed. So <laughs> she, she's charmed, but she still has a sense of self-preservation. Oh, absolutely. Um, now listen, we, we, there's no need to be being hasty. No need to be fucking hasty, is there? She raises the gu- gun and kind of levels it. Sir, please do not approach uh, me with that fire. Gun. You didn't command? I'm going to cast command, yep. Okay. Wisdom sec. She, you see her fingers struggle and she grabs her hand with the second hand, but she's still already stepping back oh. towards the door. Now, sir, you may have seen, you, I appreciate that uh, you might have, some things may be taken out, of, taken out of context. I finally had someone go through your so-called long-term tenancy agreement with associated extras, insurance provisions, and uh, miscellaneous costs. And I'm not best 
pleased. You might want to drop that gun. I'm going to try again because I really think it would be better if she would. She uh, drops the gun and oh, lovely. Jeffrey fetch. Jeffrey <laughs> reaches out, takes Celestia's gun back. Thank you. She holds her hands raised and he... Michael isn't shooting, but he's marching her towards the door. Uh, and she is just backing up. Sir, listen. We needed to preserve the income of the estates. Bugger the income of the estates! You backstabbing little snake! Sir, you are in a position of wealth and power. There is much that you can do to, to say. I don't want to hear about fucking wealth and fucking power. If I really have power, I choose how to fucking wield it. I don't need you whispering poison into my bloody ear. It's not poison, sir. I'm just trying to advise you. I have taken enough of your advice. I have left enough fucking details to you. So why don't I make one licks his teeth executive decision on my own cocks the back of oh. the flintlock and as he, she falls back off the steps straight onto her ass but onto her back looking up you're fired get the fuck off my estate and if I ever see you again the groundskeepers will have you she looks up, mouth open, and then scrabbles to her feet and runs. Oh, so I'm going to run after her for a second. No okay, you start running after her. Um, Michael runs. I put up a finger to him. <laughs> what would be the wording for this? What did that dwarf look like? Was it her employer? Um, roll an insight check. Dear. Um, 14. Mm, hard to say. They, there was... There, with the 14, there was clearly... It was clear that the dwarf was the more powerful figure, but you, you can't be sure whether that means she was her employer or something else. Okay, it's actually I've just realised I don't need to run after her to do this because it's within 60 feet, so I don't yeah, run. I'll say I, that you get I stay where running. I am. And I just shout after her. Do not report this to the dwarves that gave you the order to give Michael the house. And I'm going to cast Gears, which yeah. um, <laughs> I've had for a hot minute, not told any of you. You oh, say wow. that, and as you call it out, there's a moment where the rainbow spirit flares around you, flickers of fire run through it. Yeah, it's like desperation and it just like burns up. And the colours peel away from the rainbow spirit until a strand of just dark purple lashes out and gags around her mouth. You hear uh, around her throat, you see her <coughs> reach her throat for a moment look back and runs. The rainbow spirit 
shudders for a moment and then rejoins back together. So it looks to have taken. <sighs> it looks to have taken. You see her running into the night. Okay, I think I bought us some time. How long? Do I have a sense? I Ellie know, but... You do have a sense, yes. Just some instinct from, from it as the rainbow spirit flutters around your shoulders. About a month. Well, that's okay. fucking terrifying, but actually useful. All right. Um, yeah. She is geshed. Michael, I am... Sure I like that one. No. I am so sorry you had to find out like this, but um, I think it's. Uh, I oh, fucking hell! Oh, you're my life and my life, Leo Day. <laughs> nah. No, you don't know it was a damn thing. No, no, this think was. Think I made the wrong choice not shooting her. No, I. I would have liked to ask her some questions, but... Yeah. I'm not sure we'd have got particularly useful answers. As much as she might have deserved it, killing an unarmed person... No. Not something you want to be doing. Shakes his head. I don't think... I, I barely know how to use one of those little... little pea shooters, let alone this thing. It's mostly yeah. just for the effect. Good well, effect. it had a very good effect. <laughs> it looked I'll, great. I'll, yeah, it's sort of magnificent, actually. If you want to listen in, how to actually uh, shoot? I offer my uh, would, services, but honestly, I would definitely appreciate that. I'm kind of learning. I've been learning a bit from the groundskeepers, but I feel like I mean, look at how many you have. You clearly know what you're doing with them. I seem to have <laughs> um, uh, uh, got a collection going. It's. <laughs> I mean, in a month, you might have a problem. In a We've month. got a month to do something about it. I. Uh, maybe. Maybe it's time I take up that governor's offer. If she's connected. You seem to think she's connected with powerful people. Maybe I need some powerful people on my side too. Michael, what? I don't think you realise this. You own. A significant portion of this colonial state, you are a person of power. Oh shit. Well then, it might be mixed, but uh, would you say we can call this a victory? For now, I think so. Yeah. All right, a victory it is. Yana, bake a cake. <laughs> yes. Let's celebrate. I like you. I do I declare like I love lot. cake. Um. <laughs> oh, I do declare. I shall prepare our most victorious cake. <laughs> <laughs> most victorious sponge cake. <sighs> it was a pun Still and I'm not going to pretend otherwise. <laughs> what? I don't understand why that annoys me so much. <laughs> and on that cheerful note as you unsteadily make your way towards dinner and dessert <laughs> yes. we're going to leave it there for tonight thank you all very much for listening thank you all very much for playing Ellie has a terrifying <laughs> little rock with a mouth on it that looks like it's screaming <laughs> thank you little rock for coming along <laughs> for this horrifying little ride 
<laughs> Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. She tried to rule me while she served. A sacking's the least she deserved. But now she's found I've stilled her tongue. With bond she never can outrun. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.